0: here we are and we are back
1: this is episode 25 yeah 25 and we have a uh, a double feature
0: he's back for the first time for the first time so so we have <laughs> don't call it a comeback <laughs> yeah don't call it <laughs> <laughs> uh this is an, a special episode it is, for a couple nice. reasons couple highs couple lows uh, I agree. we already mentioned it at the end of the baskin episode that we did last week but in case you did not listen to it, because you can. Look, I really don't blame when people don't want to read a movie. Right. I understand. Like, personally, I'm usually all for it, but teach their own. Yeah, I know enough exactly. people that don't necessarily want to read a movie, and Baskin is a Turkish movie. So if you did not listen to that episode, we already mentioned, unfortunately, Michael Parks passed, and we weren't going to do this episode for a while. Right. But we decided to move it up.
1: Yeah, we thought it was appropriate. I mean, unt- untimely timing, but, you know, for us, we thought it was a, an appropriate way to kind of cover a couple of topics in general, but Michael Perks as well.
0: That's the low part of it. Unfortunately, one of the main actors in both of these movies died.
1: Yeah, unfortunately.
0: But that's one of the high parts. For the first time ever, we're going to give you a double header.
1: Yeah. It's going to be fun.
0: And for the first time that is going to be aired, we have an in-studio guest. Yes, we do. And I'm going to keep rambling for a minute because this in-studio guest is here primarily because of the giant history that we have that sort of led to this podcast. Uh, And here with us today is Jesse. Hey, everybody. Nice to be here. How's it going, guys?
1: I'm doing well, man. It's uh, good to see you again. For the first yeah, time, yeah, again for the first time.
0: And Jesse was on the Lost Evil Dead episode. Yeah, the Lost Dead episode. Yeah, uh,
1: I assume I
2: heard there were uh, technical difficulties. Yes, there were
0: technical difficulties that we seem to have gotten worked out, all all night. Nice uh, and...
2: Did you sack your technician? Uh,
0: not yet.
1: Not oh, yet. Technician's uh, his sack. I see. Basically,
0: <laughs> right on. Did that help? Did you get the audio back? I think we got the fuzz out. Right right. on. In some ways, though, I kind of feel like maybe this might be the more fitting introduction. You are on the Evil Dead episodes right. because you're the biggest Evil Dead and Bruce Campbell fan that I personally know.
2: I am pretty well qualified. I do know a thing or two about some Evil Dead.
0: However, I also felt that you needed to be back on the podcast because we used to do a podcast.
2: Yeah. Long, long ago.
0: Four years before we started up. This Fried Squirms podcast, uh, me and Jesse did 22 episodes of, an, of a podcast called Smoke in the Breeze. And... Was it 22? Somewhere around there. I thought
2: it was 24. Uh, 24 sounds better. Let's say 24.
0: 24 sounds better. Do I don't know if it was 24, though. I think it might have been 22.
2: All
0: right. I'm not sure, though. We can split the difference. call it 23. I mean, I suppose I could look it up. I have it on the computer, but...
2: Still. But, I mean, it started as something stupid. I was just sitting around being stoned one day, like... Hey, could we, all we need is a couple of microphones and we, you know, started jerking off into a mic and now, it, you know, kind of escalated and all this. How
1: came a nice baby? Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, and part of our influence for doing that. Part of our, you mean th- th- the, the sole impetus? The, the sole impetus for the reason that we were doing this is the fact that we listen to Kevin Smith podcasts, which has been actually brought up on the Savage Land. Podcast, precisely. that we did. Yeah, right. Uh, you actually watched Savage Land with me, and your short sentence review is:
2: Oh, it was absolutely fantastic, and I can't wait to see what um, uh, the director and his crew get to do with some more backing, with a little more budget, and you can like put like a proper feature together. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm I'm anxious, I'm very excited. Yeah, same it. here. Because they, they definitely proved their proof of concept. You know, mm-hmm. they can they can make make an interesting film. So precisely,
0: but we also lived together for a couple years. Yeah? Uh, hung out, uh, a few before that, and the only reason we fucking talked is because of Kevin Smith, and I heard you make a reference from the Mallrats commentary.
2: Oh, what was it? I've forgotten.
0: Uh, uh pro Oh, skate- pro skateboarding is Jason, Jason Lee. Lee. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> awesome. So, the movies we're covering today are Red State and Tusk. They are. And that's directed great. and written by Kevin Smith.
1: Yes. Both appropriately. Right.
0: And I'm so excited to get into these right now. I don't yeah, know about you guys, nice. but... Uh, I suppose, though, to to begin things off, Jesse, since you're new here into the these well, you're not new into the studio. We're going to kind of have to rehash this portion a little bit. But, uh, I mean, this is a horror movie podcast. We started off talking about our own sort of histories with horror. Oh right. Sort of. I mean, how do you how do you come into horror? How did you get into horror?
2: Well, the problem here is that um, my first foray into horror was sort of. More appropriate on the previous episode we recorded because it was more topical. That's true. But uh, no, I, you know, I was kind of, a, kind of a pussy little kid. You know, I didn't like loud, scary music. I listened to the Beatles. I didn't like scary movies, none of that shit. But my dad brought home a VHS tape documentary about old. Um, Ray Harryhausen flicks, you know, uh, Jason and the Argonauts. Uh, okay, yeah. Beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms, Valley of Guanji, King Kong. You know, all Jason the, and the
0: Golden Fleece. Yeah, yeah. shit like that. Uh, uh, Clash of the, like. the Titans. Motherfucker. Oh yeah. All Clash that stop
2: motion uh, shit. I loved it. Right. So I come in one day, and my brother, it must have been ninety fucking what? When did Army of Darkness come out? Ninety one and like, ninety two, something like that. Ninety two. So I come in and I I catch this amazing modern stop motion skeleton war. Yeah. At the end of this movie. And I was fucking spellbound. I sat down and watched the rest of it. And parts of it are goofy. You know, you get the... I don't want to go too much into it. But it it blew my mind. So I asked my brother. I'm like, what's the deal with this movie? You know, and I went and rented it. And obviously, it's part of a bigger story. So it led me into that. So Evil Dead, the Evil Dead movies, that led me down the rabbit hole. Army of Darkness led to Evil Dead 2, which scared the fucking living shit out of me. And then once you watch the Evil Dead movies, your cherries kind of popped. You know, Mm -hmm. you're not nothing's really going to scare you anymore. So then the floodgates were open. And then I think... After that, it was Scream. Scream came out in, like, when I was, 96? like, 96. So, yeah, that was, like, me and my cousin would sit there, shivering under the blanket, watching fucking Scream. Yeah. And um after that, I think, the last one that really scared me was Cheaper Scrapers, man. That yeah. creature was so fucking terrifying. Last one that really
0: scared you? Because, I don't know, we watched, like, Poughkeepsie tapes together. That and... didn't
2: scare me. It just made me
0: feel... All right. I, okay, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. It didn't... It, I guess, yeah, there's a different type know. of feeling that
1: you get.
2: I was going to say, like, months. a lot of the... I'm not that guy's M.O. Months. You know, he's not going to make
1: me pop a balloon.
0: Yeah, so, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> a lo- a lot of the movies that we've covered in probably the last 10 to 15 episodes, I've watched at some point with you. That's oh yeah, cool. for like, sure. Yeah. Which uh, makes your
2: show a lot more interesting <laughs>
0: for me to listen to. And I have to say, I'm disappointed you don't mention me. <laughs> hey, you're going to be on this one, motherfucker. So. All right.
2: Well, hey, I'm, like I said, it's nice to be here.
0: Uh... I guess with that, is this a good time? We'll we'll just get into the how did that make us squeal of like both of these movies. Of it? As
2: what as you I want guess. me? To, you
0: want me to? You want me to do? Yeah, I'll I'll fuck with your voice. All right. Give me how did that make? How did that? Do you
2: want? Like, what do you want? Like, do you want? It doesn't. You know, do honestly, you honestly, honestly,
0: it doesn't matter. I can no, fuck I mean, with your voice. Do, I know.
2: But do you guys want like a Karloff or like do you want an impression or something? Do you want like like I'm
0: telling? Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you sound like a was
2: the who the Peter Lorre right? The, Rick, help me, Rick, right? There. Huh. Save all me, right. Rick. Right. So you could you can fuck with it and make it sound scary and all that shit, right?
0: Oh dude, dude, I'm gonna make you sound like a fucking demon. Like you can talk in your normal voice, just give me the lines. Oh, alright,
2: hold
0: on. <clears throat> um. So here we are back. Yeah. And Double feature. Double feature. We're into the How Did That Make Us squeal. Yeah,
1: squealing on this one. And we're talking
0: about this because we've all seen these movies a couple times, at least now, if not more. But, I mean, first impression-wise, and for anybody who might be interested in going at these for the first time, I defy anyone to guess, in red state, what is going to be happening ten minutes on in the movie from any (laughs) given part in that movie.
1: yeah.
2: No. I, what say you? <laughs> um, I, I'm actually kind of glad you brought it up because one of my main thoughts watching this movie recently was, uh, the pacing is, uh, strange. It's very unique. I'm not going to say whether it's good or bad. It is, it is very But quick. it's, it's, it seems like, it almost feels like an anthology in a way. You know, you've got these high school kids' story and then you got this whole long bit of this preacher giving this sermon. And then you've got this, uh, this insight into the, the life of this FBI agent. And then, uh, you know, it just, they all seem like different segments. It, yeah, it seems like an anthology. It's not paced like a movie where normally it would be intercut more. Right. You know, it, it seems like all these kind of stories stand on their own. Which, I think he would have been, I, I think Kevin Smith probably should have directed theater, honestly, not movies. I think he'd be much better directing on the stage, just because the way he stages his shit.
0: I, I mean, I could agree with that, for sure. Makes um. Sense. I think one of the the huge things that makes this episode interesting for all of us, and, like, we just took, like, an hour break because <laughs> we end up talking about all, all this bullshit. Oh, huge fans, and kind of got to see both of these movies get incepted, I guess, at least yeah. in, in the case of me me and you, Jesse. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um I know, Danny, you've been doing, like, you started listening to, as far as Tusk goes, we right, were just right, talking right. about Red State, but as far as Tusk goes, I know that you started listening to Smodcast episode number 259, The Walrus and the Carpenter. Yeah, I sure did. Had we you had,
1: listened to any Smodcast before? I think briefly, like, just clips. Not necessarily so you're not, you're not really
2: familiar with, the, uh, how familiar are you with, like, the SKU universe in uh, Kevin Smith's repertoire, I suppose?
1: Um, I'm more familiar, Kevin Smith-wise, I'm more familiar with film his films. Right. More yeah, so like than like a podcast right? and yeah. things like that. I don't go real like real heavy, deep.
2: Well, hey, I'm not shitting on you. I'm just, you know, no, no, no. I, I, was no just I know what you mean, mean.
1: no. Um, but, I, I mean, for me, like I said, it, it would definitely have to start it with Clerks, and I've I've seen pretty oh. much everything's moving forward since that point. Um, but, like, beyond the films, I haven't done, like, a whole lot of research. What,
2: That's what you're asking. What flick of his do you think you like the best?
1: Um... There's two I would I would say would probably be my, my two favorite are
0: definitely Mallrats
1: and <laughs> I <love> uh, Mallrats. <laughs> uh, Jay and, and Silent Bob Strike Back. Those two are my favorite.
0: See, I mean, I guess just... So I guess we'll go on to the tangent on Kevin Smith. Yeah. He is the director and writer, yeah, writer of both of, of these movies. Oh, I'm
2: sorry. Did I skip ahead?
3: No, no, no. No, 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 no you, you didn't. You no, it's this relevant. is the
0: exact right point of the movie, the, what we're talking about is how did that make you squeal? Yeah. Talking about how did it make us squeal? And all the pieces involved, and Kevin Smith is... We're doing this because of Michael Parks, but Kevin Smith is the main motivating factor behind both of these movies in a huge way. And in a lot of ways behind the podcast that me and you used to do, Jesse, and the podcast that we do now.
1: Well, absolutely,
2: yeah. Well, we wouldn't have the gear you guys are using if... It hadn't been for Kevin Smith. Exactly. We wouldn't, exactly. We, first we place, wouldn't so, have done yeah. it in the first place. Yeah,
0: that's really cool. It all traces back to Smodcast and Hollywood Babylon. Uh, for me, a little bit more Tell him Steve Dave, um, which is Kevin Smith affiliated.
2: For me, Hollywood Babylon definitely. It's gonna, And that's going to come up a lot during the course of this episode.
0: Well, partially because his co-host is in both of these.
2: And there's just references littered throughout. You know, Oh, especially Tusk. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, right.
0: Uh, but, I mean, Kevin Smith-wise, you mentioned Jane and Silent Bob strike back as being Absolutely. one of your favorites. Yeah. That that was my entry to Kevin Smith. You I mean,
2: see, that was the first one I watched because it came out when oh. we were it came out when we were kind of old enough to kind of get away with watching it. Yeah. And like I said I had an older brother and I remember him watching Clerks but you know I was a little, I didn't black and white movie I don't give a fuck, you know. Like I, That's understandable. I wanted to watch Gummy, gummy Bears, you know yeah. what I mean?
0: Yeah. See, I was the oldest and my best friend had an older brother who I remember watching Mallrats. Yeah. But I was like, "Eh, whatever." like but Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Now, I mean, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fanboy at this point. Right. So now, knowing that like it was the movie that was pitched is like you don't need to know anything about the Ask universe. Like this is the movie for you. It's just fun and good times and Jay and Silly Bob.
2: And it winds up being Askew Universe, the movie.
0: It is all the way through just Universe jokes that i didn't get for years and years until i finally watched right. all of them
1: i mean you know maybe through proxy i would probably understand maybe some some brief references to to movies or inside jokes like that but right. maybe not so much in you know like contextually in terms of the podcast i mean
0: i think yeah. it was years and years yeah. before i realized that like jason lee played two different parts in that movie
1: Oh, yeah, right,
2: yeah, I didn't, yeah, for sure.
0: Because I didn't watch Chasing Amy for at yeah. least four to no, six that, years after.
1: Yeah, he, he. you're
2: absolutely right. Well, and uh, coming back to Kevin Smith, since we're, you know, how did this make you squeal and whatnot, when we were kids, we would go to the movie theaters and we would watch movies like Jurassic Park. Or, you know, uh close encounters of the third kind, and we would see these amazing spectacular things that seem like do, th-
1: do, like, do,
2: do, yeah, like exactly. fil- films were like these windows to these fantastic worlds, like they came down from the fucking stars, or like there was something you could never possibly ever ever touch, or how do these people do this, right? right like right. Shit, shit like Willow or Star Wars, man. Yeah. Like fucking amazing. And then this dude comes along and he just puts a camera on two assholes in a convenience store.
0: Yeah.
2: And you're like, Oh, well if that counts like well, huh.
0: Maybe Maybe I can do this.
2: Maybe I don't maybe I don't need a fucking starter story. Maybe I don't need Val Kilmer with a bastard sword, you know.
1: And that's that gives credence to like kinda how we do our thing here too. It's a grassroots kind of indie thing, you know? and well,
0: and as we mentioned before, we would have never done this without his podcasts. Yeah. With case of Tusk, if you're not familiar with the movie, it's born from a podcast. Uh, It is very much all the way through a love letter to podcasts while still being a horror movie. In some critics' view, maybe not the best horror movie. I fucking love it.
2: I think it's a brilliant film. I think, yeah, Tusk is fantastic. Absolutely.
0: Fuck everybody that hates that movie. I fucking love it. Everybody in that movie gives brilliant performances. Well,
2: I don't want to say fuck everybody that hates the movie because that's kind of a shitty thing. It's, and We're on the internet, man. You don't want to... But I do okay. want to say that anybody that hates this movie might be sexually tilted towards sleeping with the dead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which you know, I mean, that comes up in our podcast as well, anyway. Yeah, we're so, no strangers. We're, to we neighbors. cover we covered Visitor Q. Yeah, dude, dude fucks a corpse in that movie. No, but I mean, people, people, people <laughs> I've made shit on of my film
3: collections. People shit on Kevin Smith.
2: People shit on Kevin Smith on the internet a lot. And my thought always was, you know, the guy has a fan base. He knows what the fuck, like you know what the fuck you're getting into when you're like, what do you expect, like. Well, yeah. So uh, leave the guy alone. Like he does his okay. thing, he makes his money, he has his fans. Just get off his ass. But yeah, I, well, know, and it's funny
0: you watched Savage Land with me, and we last touched on Kevin Smith during our Savage Land interview with Simon Herbert. I sure did. Uh, and very much in both instances, the point was try to create. That that's very much the point of most of his movies. Clerks was only made because. He wanted to see something on screen that he related to.
2: That's kind of the message of his entire career. Every chance that motherfucker gets, he's like, just do it. Like, Red just,
0: State but- isn't something you would see from any other
1: I, I would
2: agree from director.
0: Me. Tusk is yeah. <laughs> Tusk is way not something wow. you would ever see
2: from Tusk, any other Tusk is right something here. like going back to yeah. the going back to the video stores we were talking about the little mom and pop video stores. Yeah. Tusk is something you would find on the bottom shelf in the horror section of like Video West. Uh, you know, I mean, would like, totally agree with that. Just some like like when you find Chud or just some fucking shitty. It's funny you mentioned with that
0: with two that performances before. that just stellar. What at least. At least one million more people would watch Tusk if they knew the celebrity cameo in it. Oh, wow. No, doubt. Yeah. I Yeah. Well, well, dollars to donuts. I would... No problem. I would bet any amount of money, oh, dollars to donuts, that if for, people... Just for... Yeah, There's a huge, huge person in Tusk that... 99% of the population doesn't know about. Well, and it, it wasn't
2: even made a big right. deal about. It was just like, oh, Kevin Smith's making another movie. And a lot of people don't know that who you're talking about is in this movie. Right. Right. And okay. It's, it's almost like if, if Christ were just walked down the street with sunglasses on and everyone was just like, hey, buddy, get out of my way. You know, like they don't, you know, they don't know that that's there.
0: So this is making me think a lot. So we, we started talking about this is all Kevin Smith written and directed. Uh, and we could, I mean, I think we could, Suck them off all day, and we'll get yeah. into it a little bit more, sure. in, in some of the think. details later on. He might on. let us too. Yeah, possibly. But this—this this is the how does this make you squeal?
1: Exactly.
0: We tend to talk about other people as well, so let's let's start with Red State. Okay, sure. We have Michael Parks, as we pointed out, we sure do, <laughs> as the antagonist. And this,
1: yeah, I. I it could be. I mean,
0: he's definitely an antagonist, but right, he's but also definitely the main focal point of this movie, yeah, in my opinion. Ideas.
2: Yeah, I, I, he's definitely the antagonist. I do, he's uh, definitely
0: the antagonist, but he's also the focal point, because the protagonist of this movie definitely switches throughout this movie. And it's maybe only the first half of this movie that's a horror movie? Yeah. What do you guys think? I
1: Yeah, it definitely changes tone pretty quick. I agree. I agree, because there's there's a lot of different uh, subject matter that he's, he's kind of intermixing in as well. Right. Well, and know, that, that comes back to
2: that sort of anthology feel. Yeah, that, like, exactly. So, yeah.
1: yeah, Exactly. Um,
0: I but, mean, I hey, guess,
1: should you na- mention what his name is, Michael Parks, in this film?
0: Michael Parks' name is Aben Cooper. Right. Um, if you are not familiar at all with Red State, it is, the synopsis, I guess, would be it's about a more extreme version of the Westboro Baptist Church, right?
1: Exactly, and I think there was also they mentioned like I think it was Fred Phelps in Kansas. Yeah, yeah. He so was there. there's, there's which is Westboro. Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay.
0: Yeah, uh, Fred Phelps was the leader of the Westboro, Westboro Baptist Bo- Church. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think he ended up dying what, like two years ago, three years ago, something like that. So it was more Yeah.
2: Exciting. Not a moment too soon.
0: No. Um. The, I mean yeah. these. Very <sighs> I mean, you have lived a great existence if you don't know about these people, to sort of, to paraphrase a character in the movie, really, yeah. but the fact is, like, if you don't know, these are like the God-hates-fags fa- God people.
2: These, these motherfuckers go to uh, funerals and protest. They, they block and hold signs and, at these people that are grieving the loss of their loved ones yeah. and tell them that their loved ones are going to rot in hell.
0: I mean, I don't think it's too extreme to say that all of us are against these motherfuckers. Well, so. You know,
2: I, you know, I don't even care. I will jump on the. <laughs> I don't yeah. care how controversial it is. I'm, I'm against. Yeah, the no, 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 no,
0: I don't think there's anything controversial about it, but it's also the internet, so right. We'll you know, couch it a little bit in the fact that none of us are against this. So right. these guys are motherfuckers.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> the thing, the thing I like about the fact that this type of, uh, you know, maybe it's a caricaturation of. Like said, these types of people in society and things like that. But it's also a good way to bring to light the fact that these are people that do exist in modern society. So right. how how do you discuss you know these topics? Now I mean, we well, do we do well, want well, yeah, to point sure. out that
0: this is definitely once you get into like the the meat and depth of this yeah. movie, oh, yeah. this is definitely a more extreme version. But I think the point definitely still stands. Yeah, like these think. people exist. Oh,
1: well, we, absolutely. I think it's almost.
2: If um if you distilled all the horrible things about our the country we live in, and you made a monster out of the worst parts of America, it would be the the little commune. You know, it would be
0: the would the be, Five it, Points it, Trinity it, it Church,
2: would, right, right? It would right. be that. It would be if if America's evils were distilled, it, it would be contained within that compound. That's how they they got the guns. You know, they got they got the Bible. That's and they got they got the the, the hatred. They've got all the, the horrible things that we detest in ourselves as a society are embodied within that Five Points Church.
0: But, I mean, hats off to the recently departed Michael Parks. Um, oh, geez, he, he, gives he gives one of the best performances I have ever seen on film. I mean, now, that's can't. the thing. Like We decided to do this. Not because Michael Parks is our favorite actor.
2: Right, right. Oh, no, by no means.
0: But because in these two movies, he gives such an amazing, just...
2: He is my favorite actor while I'm watching these two movies. When, when I, I'm watching these movies, yeah. there's nobody else. theres n- I mean, you can, you can fucking give me the most beautiful girl in the world to talk to. I would rather just sit there and watch this dude do his soliloquy, you know
1: what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, oh. man. No, it, and, and that's the thing, it's like, it's, it's an untimely what has, ha- you know, happened. Uh, but well, it, it also gives us a kind of a, a beautiful interlude into in how he shaped these films and films in general, you know, with these performances. So, um, you know, it's it's interesting how we get to talk about these subjects.
2: Well, it's funny you mention that too because these might be as ill-received as these films might have been by the populace. Um, His performances in these movies might be things that future actors look to, like holy shit, like Michael Parks knocked it out of the. I
0: fucking hope that future actors look to these performances, because Red State especially. Now I love Tusk up and down, and we are going to definitely get into Tusk in a big bad way. But Red State especially, Michael Parks is Aben Cooper. Mm -hmm. I don't think of him as Michael Parks whenever I see him on screen.
1: You get lost in the fact that this is an, an actor, pl- you know, playing a part. No, in, and some bodies. Uh, a
2: lot of actors are capable of doing that, but usually it's with some sort of uh, appliance, some sort of yeah. makeup, or some sort of like you know, they, it distorts them so they can get lost in it. No, nope. guy just grew his hair out and waves his arms in the air, and he's just he's just this 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 thing, just this force, almost almost insane. a mystical performance. Yeah it's, yeah, it's 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 fucking spellbinding, man. Like it's, it's
0: crazy. And and part of the reason it's so powerful, I think, is because he manages not to only be a fountain of hate. To be completely honest, he's a fucking fountain of hate yeah. throughout most of this movie. But to also be a loving, endearing family yeah, man and grandpa. Yeah, the grand contrast.
2: Hulk. Oh, good lord! With uh, the interactions with uh, the grandchildren. Which I don't know what the, we can get. Into yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. We can talk about that later, I suppose. Yeah, but, but no, no,
1: the, you're right. There, there is this uh, contrasting uh, perspective you get depending on which view you get it from. Right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Of uh, his character, and that's uh, that said, that's that's, 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 that's an interesting thing. It's like um, it depends on what perspective you see it from. You know how how you view these characters.
2: So can we? Uh, I don't know if I'm talking out of turn with the the chronology, the way you structure your show and whatnot, but. Uh, I think we should touch a little bit on the, uh, the how this movie started because wasn't this the one where uh, Smith had the, sort of the meltdown with the hockey stick and he was like I'm just going to release my he was there was a big pariah right and he was like I'm just going to he crowdfunded Red State oh well um wasn't I believe there, there was all the Kevin Smith melts down at the
0: uh, right Sunday there there
2: was there was all that uh, I, media I I
0: wish I would have re looked that up because I cover I I. Being as big of a fan as I am, I I was keeping up to date with it at the time, and there was something about...
2: But he had I think I, stick and
0: I want to say it was like an announcement at like South by Southwest or something.
2: But he went on this tirade about like... But he
0: said he wasn't... He was going to do this in a certain way, and oh, he was going to auction off the rights okay. to like different studios or okay. something. Or, like, the, the funding rights or something like that, this and that. And then he went to South by Southwest, and I, he was just like, fuck it, I'm crowdfunding it. Bam! With
2: well, his hockey stick out. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, it, bam!
0: Fuck it. We're gonna do this, cause this is for my fans. Um, if you work with a, like, a certain studio, then a lot of them have, like, minimum amounts that they'll, like, absolutely minimum, if you work with them, they are going to spend at least this amount on, like, advertising and shit. The whole point behind Red State was most of the actors that you see in it took huge pay cuts.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, when you look at the budget. yeah, oh,
0: yeah. Some of the cast, uh, some of the crew, some of the cast pretty much worked for free. I'm not sure if there's an intense breakdown anywhere.
2: Oh, by the way, all. God uh, gave um, every single one of them just all of them in the Red State. Everybody in this Everybody gave an amazing performance out. and
0: they all did it because they believed in it. Nobody was getting intentionally paid for this. There was uh, a few a few backers uh, before this movie was ever released. It was out of the red back into the black, um, based on like. Uh, overseas rights and distributing rights and different backers and this and that because it, it only costs like four million to make. I think well, that's the like, number. I
2: think, yeah. I, think, I think like Kevin Pollack showed up for a day for like a fucking donut in a sandwich. You know, yeah. I think he just showed up because he liked Smith and he, all he had to do was put a jacket on and get shot in the head.
0: Oh. well, well whatever. Well, <laughs> <more> <laughs> just, you can yeah. leave that out. All right. All right. <laughs> um, but
1: you know, it's, it's, it just goes to show that if, if you have a vision, right, and you can. Get people who are interested, or at least see that same vision, and get on board. Then you know. Then you have a whole. I don't know, like a like a landscape, or you know, a, an easel that you can paint on. You know, well, right?
2: Well, and I think that part of the uh, him doing the podcasts, he realized he had an audience, and he yeah. all these people getting all this feedback on the internet. and He's like, "Fuck you, people, will buy this!" So I'll do it on the cheap. I won't even. He he wouldn't market it either. He wasn't going to do commercials or He he forewalled
0: this movie, and by that I mean he he toured it. To different places, doing yeah. He did the old school, like a uh, old with school, the wind. yeah. Different screenings in different places, like question and answers afterwards. It's, it's right. brilliant, yeah. Uh, brought, w- with yeah. the cast, whenever he could, depending on their schedules and such, and
2: and a lot of times they would.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, it was, I mean, honestly, a very neat process. Like I said, we were through his podcasts. Which inspired our own. Right. Uh, we we were, followed a lot of this process. We were updated up to date. almost weekly. It's
1: pretty awesome.
2: It yeah. A couple times over. So yeah, it was. It was fascinating to watch it all come together, and to watch the final project was
0: like, oh man, he. It, it was beyond anything I could have imagined when he was describing it through the process. You know, and this,
2: this sounds like a pompous fucking, like a film buff thing to say, but after spending all those years watching Kevin Smith flicks, I think it was kind of neat to. Watch a a stab at a Kevin Smith film, if that makes any sense. I mean, like he wasn't just doing his dick and fart jokes. He wanted to like make like a fucking film. Like he wanted
0: to do something right to show people that he could. Well, that was the other thing that I was going to say. Came pretty fucking close. I mean, that kind of ties into definitely a message, an idea I had about it, which kind of on people's minds right now because of the movie Get Out is this idea of like social horror.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that we are our own worst enemies in some way or another.
0: And this movie definitely, I don't think, falls into the mold of a classic horror movie. Maybe the first half of it, right. but the last right. half of it definitely devolves into something. There's now. a the first, build up.
2: The first, yeah. the first bit of it definitely feels like a classic. You got the dumb teenagers and the, yeah, definitely. definitely. The sex and the the, 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 the overall theme. Like, the yeah, overall tropes. themes. Yeah, I mean, all the tropes are spelled out right immediately
0: yeah. the overall themes and especially considering also what it delves into oh yeah um, which I don't want to give away too much right now right, right but it definitely gets into a different social aspect of a horror that might be out there for some people, maybe even especially during this current regime That's a good point
1: great point I mean it's not we're no strangers to I mean we have talked about these things.
0: I think uh, I think it's a concept that's always been been kind of out there for people. Yeah, of of an evil that kind of lurks. Uh, that's in the one of men. That that's one of yeah. the themes in the later half of the movie. I'll I'll talk about it in the guts and bolts. Like yeah. I, I don't want to touch on it too much right now because this movie really is all about the fact that you can't guess where it's going.
1: That's a good point because there are there are those like those those switches in direction.
0: We did mention, though, the people came out for almost, like, no, no money, though. Let's mention right. those people.
1: Yeah, uh, so, you know, we talked about Michael Parks playing Aben Cooper. Uh, one thing I did want to talk about, the fact, is I know the name Aben itself is a reference to two different uh, characters, so if you want to talk about the first one, I'll talk about the second
0: one. Aben, first off, uh, Kevin Smith being known for his love of comic books and also being a comic book writer... I uh, have some of his runs behind you guys, actually, Uh, (laughs) Uh, is a reference to Abin Sir of Green Lantern fame. He was the alien that crash-landed on Earth that basically gave the power ring to Hal Jordan to give him his powers as a Green Lantern.
1: Right. Okay. The second reference is in reference to a... um, I believe it's a Philip Ridley uh, movie entitled... Uh, The Reflecting Skin. It was an early, I almost want to say 1990, 1991 film. One of the characters, not a main character, but one of the characters in the film is named Aben, And that has, <laughs> that movie has an interesting tell altogether, but that was one of Vigo Mortensen's early films. Oh, really? Yeah. Um It's a really...
2: Wasn't he in a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie?
0: I, I think he was three? one of them. Was I, he in three or I was he in Next Generation. I'd have to look back. I want to say he might have been in part three. I'm I think
2: only... he's in the Club of McConaughey, a famous actors that wound up in a massacre movie. All
0: right. Um, I mean, we've, we've mentioned him in, in reference to... That that movie,
1: I've, I've, it's interesting because you keep certain company when you drop certain references. So if you're familiar with this film, then you certainly have a certain company of <laughs> oh, film viewers. Yeah. It's a very interesting film. I highly recommend it to people who like more of the darker side of, uh, oh, and, like social commentary too, but in, in uh, time Pieces. It's a timepiece kind of, uh, noir horror film. Oh, really? yeah, It's really good. I highly recommend it.
2: Let's see, as,
0: Just those uh, two names
1: alone, but, uh, I love, I love, uh, this is still Mark, Michael Parks, but I'll move on. Uh, Melissa Leo is another character. I was gonna so say,
0: so as, uh, Sarah is, is her. Sarah Cooper, yeah. Uh, Abin's daughter. Yeah, she's in some
2: interesting films. Isn't she acclaimed in some way? Hasn't she won some accolades?
0: <laughs> she has. She, uh, in between this being filmed and it actually being released, won an Academy Award. She sure did. Do you remember the film? I don't. I haven't no, seen I it.
1: Think I want to say it's The Fighter. Is that, is that correct?
0: That sounds correct. Yeah. Because I, mean, I know The Fighter won a shit ton of awards. Yeah, and I believe
1: she was in part of it. I've seen the film. Uh, I know it's I about a boxer Mickey Ward, right? Oh, uh, is no, it about Irish played, Mickey Ward? Yeah, oh, she fuck, she I mean, plays I mean, the mother uh, of Mickey Ward in the film, right? Oh, um, and they they all give strong performances. I'm I, like I'm a big boxing fan too. By oh, the way. me too. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was and, for
0: the fighter. Yeah, best supporting actress. And so I remember those fights Melissa with Leo. Mickey
1: Ward and Arturo Gotti. But I'm I'm getting off here but um but you're right she she was in the fighter um, uh,
2: I, I had the pleasure of watching uh live on pay-per-view watching uh yeah. mike tyson fight evander Holyfield. same here it's pretty awesome i watch a live I mean, on pay-per-view at my grandfather's house buddy, yeah yeah that was back in the day when you know everyone oh, yeah. all the guys that come over and they throw 10 bucks on the table to pay oh, yeah. for pay-per-view and everyone would bring beer oh parents yeah i'm would get gonna get drunk, drunk and WWE drunk w- get all strange e-parties yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah it was
1: weird i'm no stranger DOC parties, all the good stuff, but uh, she's also been a part of um, oh, another good film, uh, which starred a character that you had um, wrote a little blog about, and Logan, right? Oh. She started a movie with Hugh Jackman and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, I believe, and uh, is it Terrence Howard, uh, a movie called Prisoners? Right. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I never did watch that. You guys should check that film out. Uh, strong performances, great story. Disturbing film, but it's a great, great film.
0: But I mean, lately she's been in a whole all sorts of shit. Yeah, she Snowden. Yeah, she was in Big Short Equalizer. Yeah, big Short won
2: Academy Award, didn't it?
0: It might have, but I don't know if she did for it.
2: No, but I mean, even so, being being in a movie, that, yeah. I mean, so she's
1: of, of recent memory, she's been in stronger films. I think she's done some television series. Olympus has
0: fallen.
1: Accident. Yeah, so she's a strong character. Um, she's a strong actress, is what I'm trying to get at. But she's in this film as well. Uh, John Goodman is <laughs> a standout actor. Oh, oh
0: yeah, Jesus. John Goodman is John in this movie. Holy shit. He, and he fucking kills. He is.
2: If it wasn't for Michael Parks, John Goodman would be the shining star of this movie. I totally agree with that. In fact, that. I think he takes it over. I think they pass the torch. Uh, I think Michael Parks does his amazing little sermon. They have that, that scene, and then.
0: Now, we are talking about John Goodman of Flintstone's fame, right? Yeah, of Flintstone's Roseanne. fame. Roseanne. Roseanne. He's a uh, madman. Uh The Babe.
1: Yeah, I've I've seen the babe. Oh, I can do this all day. Uh, how
0: about Speed it? Racer, How, about, how, <laughs> arachnophobia? how about Oh, arachnophobia. arachnophobia. Yes. How about oh, arachnophobia. Oh, in sh- li- in line with the, the I oh, guess with the oh, podcast. Oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, oh brother.
3: brother.
1: Here's another one. Since we you mentioned the chud, he was in chud. Was he in chud? Yes, he was.
0: All right. Well, how about connection to Kevin Smith? He's in Coyote Ugly. Yes, he is. Kevin Smith wrote a draft of Coyote yeah. Ugly. Wow. However, only one joke actually makes it through the final script. Okay, uh, about her having played some minor league ball but never making it to the pros when talking about uh, bisexual lesbian encounters. I see.
1: Did we even mention that he was on Roseanne?
0: Yes. I did. Okay. I just want to make that. I'm all over that. Yeah, I think we're people are ours, probably yeah. more familiar, like popular.
1: That's what
2: I mean. John. Yeah, we fell popular, in love with John Goodman because he was American. Oh, dad well, at that yeah. Time.
1: yeah You know, but uh, another film too. He was more recently. He was in uh, *Tim Cloverfield Lane*.
0: Oh right. Oh, I heard some it was Abrams. So yeah. yeah I so, haven't seen
1: it yet, but I heard, heard some good things. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard that as well. So I mean, it, it, and if it, you, it, you want it, to go
0: back again to like older, like shit that. Fucking He's Raising Arizona. Somewhere.
1: Yeah. He was in Ma Mo- Yes. Yes.
2: Well, yes. Movie recently he was in Monuments, man, with Bill Murray and George Clooney. So I mean
0: somebody funny. mentioned fucking oh, yeah. Lebowski, right? Do you know, yeah, yeah, yeah I mentioned Lebowski okay. but no, it's funny
1: you mentioned. He's a popular that internet <laughs> meme. God, yes, he is. Raising Arizona is I think it was my first foray into knowing who Nicholas Cage was and uh, John the rock. Goodman.
0: The like, rock all man.
2: these Nicolas Cage for me was the rock.
0: How yeah. about Monsters Inc.? Yeah. Oh, that's he right. made, maybe yeah, for he some of our younger, younger listeners. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: He was selling. That's right. He's
1: still doing a lot of, like I said, a lot of things, a lot of projects. Um, he plays a ATF agent. I think is what he plays. Uh, Joseph Keenan.
2: Keenan. That's right.
1: Another actor. I'm glad that's in this film because I'm a huge fan of this gentleman, Stephen Root.
2: Oh, Beavis Butthead, Stephen Root. <laughs>
0: Who, in this movie, is not looking for a Red Swing Line Stapler no, as much no, as he's, he's looking for red a rocket. Red Rocket. Yeah.
1: yeah, he is. He's gonna burn this place down. Uh, maybe he, he, plays born, a, he plays a sheriff, right? Sheriff Wyndham? Um, yeah, but,
2: one of the strangest characters I've <sighs> just. Love it. Just, uh, just a fucking train wreck in and out. Yeah, a. You get a, a little mess. glimpse of this fellow, and it, it's just awful.
0: <laughs> God, I. By the way, I, I hope like that I movie, hope that these movies. first four actors slash actresses that we've named have convinced you to watch this movie already, because There's, these was, are all spectacular, and they give spectacular. There was one here I'm
1: about to mention. She, I forgot. I, 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 I didn't even realize she was in this film, but I'll mention her in just a moment. But uh, I wanted to mention Stephen Root for a moment. Cause, yeah, you know, yeah, no, keep going on Stephen
0: Root for a moment.
1: Here, here's my my entry outside of uh, Beavis and Butthead was uh, news
0: <laughs> radio, which you know we've talked about Joe Rogan. Oh shit, like I forgot
2: that he was right? on news radio. Yeah. Wait, let's
0: not forget, Jim like James. Since this is Fried Squirms, let's not forget he was in Monkey Shines.
1: Yeah, he's been on a bunch of oh, stuff, dude. Fuck. Um, so like I said that was something that I remember him from and then I saw him in office spaces Milton Wildman which we just referred to as right Buffy the Vampire Slayer yes Buffy the Vampire Slayer He's also in old Brother, Where Art, though. He's in uh, Ice Age, for our younger listeners, perhaps. Stephen Root was in old Brother, Where Art, though? Yes, he was. Was he the radio announcer guy? I believe so. I think he was a part of the radio. For
0: uh, Kevin Smith Connection, he was in Jersey, or?
1: Yes, he was. Um, He was on the show, if people are familiar with HBO. He was on Boardwalk Empire. Here's something we talked about, because this ties into um, a couple of other actors, a couple of different films we've already covered. He was also in dodgeball, right? Uh The tell of the underdog, whatever it was called. Oh, uh, okay, I love it! Right, that movie. so we've we Justin Long, we, who was in yeah, yeah. Yeah, which we also mentioned uh Alan Tudyk, right? Who was in Tucker and Dale? Not just one, All right, Not just one, just. not three, <laughs> right?
2: Who is in everything?
1: All right. So this is a film like with Justin Long, with Alan Tudyk, Stephen Root. We've mentioned these films now, right? And these actors. So here's another connection. Wow. Right?
0: Okay, no, yeah, let's give it the Mike Judge
1: as well, which we talked about. King of the is another one too. I wanted to mention. Oh, that's right. King of the Hill. Oh, yeah.
2: You seem to pull these connections. I think you guys need a separate segment. Maybe it's a, interesting. A I'm connection.
1: telling you, and it's like connecting the dot with stars.
2: Oh, pulling, yeah, pulling the thread. Yeah, good title.
0: Well, I mean, another connection. Well, I guess it's not a connection. Oh, like anything we've covered in the past, but one of the one of the most disturbing roles I've ever seen played out on TV or movie is Stephen Root. In Louis, oh, as the it's dentist it's that it's mouth rapes Louis, I have not seen that, but I would like to. I Stephen Root it. mouth rapes Louis <laughs> while Louis is under sedation and imagining that he is convincing <laughs> Osama bin Laden to not do anything else shit anymore because he's kind of being an asshole. <laughs> oh
2: wow! Just real simplistically, like yeah, I mean, I get it, but you're kind of being a dick. <laughs> And then he comes out of anesthesia, and, like, he makes a noise or makes some sign. He's coming around. Well, and in the Stephen dream, Root. like, wasn't he, like, eating a banana or something? Oh, like, maybe. somebody was
0: shoving a banana in his <laughs> mouth, and then he comes out of sedation, and Stephen Root is zipping up. <laughs> yeah. <It was>. Uh-oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he, he just leaves, and then kind of looks around like, what the fuck just
1: happened? Yeah, it was awful. He got more than one injection. Boy, we kind of got sidetracked <laughs> there. Yeah. This is what happens when you talk about Stephen Root. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. A guy so a I'm, I'm glad that man. he was in this film because there's get, some stuff I want to talk root about. deep. Yeah, we're going to get rooted. <laughs> oh, cool. uh, so here's another person I want to talk about briefly. I did mention her uh, real briefly, if you want to call it that. But Anna Gunn, she plays a small part. She was the kid named Travis's mom. She was like, come on, like. Anyhow, she oh, okay. is better known as Skyler in the show Breaking Bad. That's right.
0: Skylar is in red state. Skylar so, the worst part of Breaking yeah. Bad is in red state.
1: Why why you got be such a bitch? <laughs> right? Oh that Skylar. Dude, you know can I, I just don't even so anyhow, that's when I, I saw that I was like, whoa, I forgot. I didn't even know she was in this film, to be honest. Because I've seen I've seen it before, but I didn't make the connection until recently. So yeah, she's in this film, and I only put down Breaking Bad as a reference.
2: Skylar, probably one of the most annoying characters in pop culture history the last 20 uh, years. I would,
1: I would agree. She's, she's, her, her character is such a strong influence on the show, but her performance is not the best on the show whatsoever. Anyhow.
0: I mean, so, nice so she was Travis's mom. Right. Travis is of Travis, one of the main boys. Right? That's uh, Michael yeah, Angarano, right?
1: And I remember him from certain films. Like I know he's done a lot of like more like maybe stuff
0: that was so. More he, of your I generation. mean, is that the main? He's in King Almost famous. famous, right? Yes, he's yes, in a yes. small part in Almost Famous. I love Almost Famous. He's in
1: Lords of Dogtown. He was on the show Twenty Four. Here's a film. Since you did mention Jemaine Clement earlier off right. of off of yeah, yeah. our uh, podcast, Flight of the and Concords Yeah, Clement. Yeah, he was, was in a film. Uh, written by, I think, the Hess brothers, right? Um, who did Napoleon Dynamite with Not a, Rudolph Hess, right? <laughs> nah, he was, nah. No, okay. It was, um, Jared Hess and I think Joshua Hess, uh, the guys who did Napoleon Dynamite. They did a film oh. called Gentleman Broncos that st- starred Jermaine Clement, had Sam Rockwell. I love Sam Rockwell. Right? Uh, Jennifer Coolidge. She's on that. Um, Get the
2: fuck out of here. What's this movie called?
1: It's called Gentleman Broncos. Huh. Michael Angarano is in this film and oh. he's, he's like the main character in the film it reminds you a lot of Napoleon Dynamite the way the pacing goes oh, yeah. and the storytelling oh, goes and Napoleon the costume Dynamite's it's a it's great it film, a a great a film because did we mention
0: Lords of Dogtown? I, uh, briefly, briefly. Good. We'll okay good love that
1: film because there's we I, I, we had mentioned briefly um, the autopsy of Jane Doe so if you like Lords of Dogtown you'll be familiar with Emil Hirsch now oh, I oh is
2: that he was the one that was in the movie with the kid that died in the bus in the snow, right? That was all the rage that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The rich kid that Swear What was it called? Fuck. I know what you mean. He, he like ate better, some berries or Eddie something. Vedder wrote that soundtrack that died. was yeah. fantastic. Uh, no, I believe it was... You know what you're talking uh, about. Uh, actually, the, I'm sorry, since you mentioned Emile Hirsch, he was yeah, in a fucking again. movie called Alpha Dog. Yeah. which was We've so was mentioned like, like, on like, this before, fantastic. I believe.
0: Alpha Dog's we, we I know a, that you've mentioned should, yeah. on Smoke and the Breeze back in the day yeah, a couple absolutely. times I mean, like the, uh,
2: and no one really talks about it anymore it kind of came and went but I—I yeah. I was, it was great
1: I, I like that kid a lot Justin Timberlake,
0: Michael Angarano also I believe it was after both me and you checked out since I know that we were both fans of this show but was also on an episode of VR I love
1: using VR yeah. mm-hmm. you set the tone Carter here's here's a show that I watched briefly I need to get back into it's a show called The Nick it's on uh, Cinemax I believe it's about all um, doctors you know, at the turn of the century in New York. I've heard really good things about it, but
0: I've never yeah, watched he it. He plays yet an myself. assistant
1: uh, on the show, and it's it's a great show. It's a really great show. Well, I now see here.
0: That. Here's the funny thing, though, because we talked about connections there for a yeah. second, and he was in the movie Sky High, yeah, which sure I never is. actually saw. I haven't either. However, you guys
2: haven't seen Sky High.
0: I haven't seen Sky High.
2: It's it's all right. Is it a kids film? I like it. Teenager yeah, it yeah, it's fantastic. Kurt Russell's like it. in it. I know Kurt that. Kurt Russell basically plays Superman, and his uh, you know his wife's like you know Supergirl or whatever. Like I believe that not Supergirl because that'd be weird. I but you, you know that. what I mean. Yeah, I, I really like, like the Super band
0: Mom. Skindred, and they had a song on the soundtrack. Um, but okay,
2: since you brought up Sky High, Evil Dead's Bruce Campbell uh, plays the gym teacher. Oh no shit! Yeah, and he you know like a connection. He's the mean nasty yelling at all the little recruits, little recruit superheroes. Well, cool. Michael
0: Angarano's in it. But yeah. he's in it with another one of the boys. Yes, he is. I'll watch will mention. He was
1: also in um, The Forbidden Kingdom.
0: Oh, I watched Forbidden Kingdom. I completely missed him.
1: Yeah, check that out. Somehow. Yeah, he's he's like the main kid. How did I... I was movies. about to
0: say, he must be the main kid because he he, it wouldn't make sense for him to be anybody else. But. Yeah, no,
1: he's the main kid in Forbidden Kingdom, so if you've seen that. But you're right. There's another kid... That plays in Sky High with him.
0: Nicholas Braun, right, is also in Red State. Yes, he is. You uh, he the flame kid? He's no, he's
2: either the fi- the fire throwing guy. If you're did?
1: asking
0: about Sky High, I can't tell you that
1: because oh, I haven't seen that. Okay. Yeah,
0: but he's no, but he's a uh, Billy Ray. Billy Ray in Red State. Yes, he is. Oh,
1: he was in Sky High.
0: Yeah, yeah he sure was. I got it written down. Mm. He's in.
1: He's in like more recent movies like uh, How to Be Single, The Perks of Being a Wallflower. So if you like um, *Horror uh, Guys* remake, yeah. if we're going to go into 2015, horror, 2015,
2: right? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't Me either. either. Well, Me I'm such a big fan of the original though.
1: He uh he was on shows too. He's like he done he's done some other shows, but uh one I wrote down was *Poor Paul* and *Friend Me*, which he looks like he made reoccurring appearances. So that's why I wrote that down for reference in case people are more familiar. Oh right, with him on those shows. Right, you I know? have seen them yeah. So that's who we're referencing. Uh, and I mean, I guess man, if we're going to round out the kids, because yeah. there's three main there's three boys kids, to yeah. start the movie. Kyle uh, Gallner, or he plays Jared, right? And he's been in a lot of films. Speaking of uh, remakes, he was in uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street, 2010.
2: With Jackie o. Haley, Yeah, he sure was. Uh,
0: uh, speaking of horror movies, he's yeah. in Red Eye.
1: Yep. He's also in The Haunting in Connecticut. Oh. oh.
2: Yeah. That was a fucked up movie. No, I, like now, that. I that really
0: like movie? Red Eye. Red Eye led me to Killian Murphy, which yeah, I love uh, Murphy. most people I think would know as Scarecrow at this point. Yeah. Right.
1: I'm more familiar with him from uh, 28 Days
0: Later. And I'm loving him in Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders is a great Which show. Which I'm watching My sister through right now. So. She's a listener. Uh, just to go off on a Killian Murphy tangent for a second. But as far as we can tell, we're talking about Kyle Gallner. Yeah, and we, was, we went off on the a
1: <laughs> There was two more things I wanted to mention about this kid. Okay. Kyle uh, Gullner. Was the fact that he was in the movie CBGB, right? And uh the one that came out not too long ago, right? Yeah, the more recent uh version of the storytelling of it. He was Lou Reed in it, wasn't yeah. he? Yes, yeah, so that's what I wanted to talk about. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's like wow. Okay. So he was Lou Reed. That's a um, kind of a role to be stuck with. We talk about you know, from time to time we, we cross over with comic books, which we're kinda of doing tonight as well, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, so he was also in Smallville, the T V series.
2: Oh yeah, I remember Smallville. So. Yeah. I watched them in the Pilot Air. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So uh he was on that show. He was also uh Oh, in he Denver was Impulse.
0: Okay, gotcha.
3: Yeah.
1: So he, this kid's he's he's popped up in television series and some horror films and um and you I think he was even in like Veronica Mars and stuff. So I mean
3: you know, there
1: he's he's been in a broad array of uh, shows so people are probably familiar with oh, him, right. one like way or another. One one of those guys television you might not know movies. his name,
2: but you know his face, I'm sort of deal. Exactly.
1: And like I so said, I recognized the kid, just didn't know exactly where from. Saw some of the credits, like, Oh, okay, cool. Right. Yeah, um, so um well, there's a few others, right?
0: Right, well, Kevin Pollock's in it for other big just, names Yeah,
1: just for a brief moment So if you like stand-up, I know we talked a little bit off, camp, you know, off our podcast about some of the stand-up communities oh, we like Oh, yeah Pollock's pretty good
0: um, he's Oh, missed, God, yeah
2: He's missing amazing
1: impressionist
0: Yeah He's he's in kind of a small role in this, but does a great job, in my opinion In the little bit that he's in uh, Definitely a uh, a notable
2: Well, he was in The Usual Suspects*, one of the greatest movies yeah, ever I
0: mean, fucking made I like, totally agree with that
1: so, yeah, I mean, like say so he could be one of those guys, like, you probably recognize him, but you might not know him by name, per se.
0: Uh, as far as other big characters in the movie, I'd probably point out Carrie Bechet, yeah, who played Cheyenne. <clears throat> I didn't write her down, she because was, a- she anyways. was fantastic.
2: She was really good in this she's, film. Yeah, oh, just amazing. Maybe I didn't
1: uh, think I should have, but...
0: She is probably best known for her role on TV in *Halt and Catch Fire*, which I've never seen and know nothing about. However, I know that that's where she sort of gained a lot of her accolades. That's pretty cool. Uh, she was in *Argo*.
1: Okay, yeah.
2: That's
0: *Argo*, fuck yourself. Yeah.
2: <laughs> was it this one or was it *Tusk* that Kevin basically stole his entire cast from?
0: It was. It was this one. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there was a lot one. of crossovers. Uh,
1: one thing Kevin Smith likes to do a lot too, which I think both of you gentlemen know, is use his wife. And films. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So Jen was yeah, in it. Schwerbach yeah, was Jen
0: Schwalbach was in it. You know as I mean, oh what was her character? She was name? the uh, the
1: Gimli know.
0: restaurant
1: server waitress. waitress? Well, that's in... Oh no, I'm sorry, no, no. And this she was um she was just, she was one of the believers. She was, yeah, she was one of the wives. she was the wife that got you know uh, the she was the wife of the scruffy beard guy who was really scary. It Mordecai? Mordecai? Her name was
0: Esther. His son? Her Are husband eight? was Mordecai. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So she played uh, Michael Parks's real son's wife.
0: Right, I mean, Michael Parks is in this, but so is his son, who's yeah. actually in a lot of the yes, movies he he's in. Was
1: that his son?
0: Yeah. Oh, shit. And his son, in the movie, is played by his real-life son, yeah. James Parks. even
1: him Papa, I think, or mm-hmm. Daddy, or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. Um, which I thought, you know, it's like, okay, well.
2: So, anyway, so, uh, back to Jen Schwalbach. There's a shot, uh, or
1: maybe... Maybe we'll get into this later. Never mind. that's we'll no, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, we, we can reserve it. Yeah, but yeah, for the yeah. most part, like I so said, that's our cast. Um,
0: well, we also have, and we wanted to point out, oh, yeah, because yeah. you I'm asked sorry, us about him, a bit. Yeah. is we have Ralph Garman in it, Yeah. Oh, who yeah. is especially notable when talking about Kevin Smith and podcasts, because he's the co-host of one of his podcasts, Hollywood Babylon. So Red State was his f- first time working with Kev, and Tusk would have been his second. Right, cool. Uh, at least in a movie way. Uh, Ralph, you may know as additional voices on Family Guy. <laughs> also, anybody
2: <laughs> in the Los Angeles area would know him from uh, K-Rock on the
1: radio on the early morning.
2: All right, so he's on the, Ke- he's Kev- on the Kevin B- and Bean in- morning Terminator.
0: show. Um
1: what, do, what voices does he do on um He does No additional voices oh, he as, uh
2: I think he he was really good as man. I okay. think he was <laughs> okay. awesome uh, as um, a man on a horse once. Okay. The boy
0: Three, possibly.
2: I can okay. I can pick him out sometimes. Like I can hear him. If you know voice, his voice, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. And okay. I, th- I mean there's been one or two episodes where he's been play where he's played a more uh central character but nothing really but not super no yeah. there was, up, was just,
2: there like was one they did a bit where they were signing the declaration of independence and they were calling out everybody's name and they go John Penis, and he goes, It's Hancock now and they go, Why? And he goes, Mind your own business. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm like yeah. that was that was Garmin. So you can just so that, kind of pick that's him up. Funny. Yeah. Uh,
0: and funny. also in McFarlane's movies um, he was in oh. Ted as yeah, yeah. Mark Wahlberg's father in the flashback yeah. in the oh. beginning. No kidding. Wow. Um, he's in uh, A Million oh, Ways to kidding. Die in the West. Oh. Yeah.
2: He tells his boy to take his hat off in presence of a dollar.
0: Yeah, that's right. Oh. No, okay. well, no, no one's no, got okay. a dollar. That's funny. Yeah, yeah that's him. Okay. And he's also in Tusk, which we'll get to, I think, here yeah. in a minute. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's it's like, I, I recognized when we started watching these. Ones. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool.
1: So yeah, that was that was a, a, another actor. Are there any other actors,
0: actors? Well, there was one mention? other one that I wanted to mention, yeah. and I don't know if Jesse noticed this. Um, I know that he watches a few of the different shows uh, that pertain to this, but the FBI agent directly under, um, uh, fucking what's his name, John Goodman. Okay. Towards the end. That's you know getting all of his orders and stuff okay. from him. Yep. Oh, so now, that
2: that kid, yeah, that Ethan yeah, Hawk looking kid, right? The,
0: the Ethan Hawk looking kid. His name is Kevin Alejandro.
2: I was wondering who that was.
0: Okay. Now you might know him better if you started getting caught up in Arrow at all, as Brother Blood. I don't even. know, oh, I know you He was like the main though. bad guy in the whole second oh. season.
2: Oh. I think I know him somewhere else because that he's that's, really that kind of funny.
0: another wow
1: kind of moment I think yeah. for at least for you, maybe you and I. And I know that I, like I know
2: it wasn't Ethan Hawke man, but I didn't know which. No, I knew him from somewhere. I recognized his face from something, and I couldn't
0: place it. Right, yeah, no, he is... And it's not from Arrow. He's not. Brother Blood in Arrow, and, I mean, I, I feel like Blood might have shown up in the crossover episode that season, but I'm not positive. It's pretty
3: cool.
0: Uh, the second season would have been, what, like the first season of Flash, something like that? I don't know for sure, but... Um, that's pretty cool.
1: Huh. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's something I get down on. I know Jesse is quite a bit into comics as well. Oh, so. yeah,
1: for sure, Nice.
0: It's a little bit of an interesting little tidbit as well. Yeah, I uh, guess, and uh, I guess we can flip straight over to Tusk since we're uh, talking about both of them. Yeah, I, I guess real quick, uh, we did
1: mention the budget was four million. This yeah. was like one point one as of uh, September of two thousand eleven. Uh, taglines, you know, I like taglines. Mm-hmm. Love thy neighbor.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. The one oh, for this one. that's a good yeah. one. I don't know if I knew that. that was the tag line. There is the tagline. There is one other. I did. <laughs> There's
1: one other person I did want to mention. Uh, our DP, our director of photography, uh, David Klein. Dave Klein. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, did such things as clerks and mall rats, oh, chasing yeah. Amy? Dave
0: Klein Zachary is somebody primary. that Kev Smith yeah. met while he was in the Toronto Film School, uh, where he also met the producer on most of his movies, Scott Mosier, okay. who plays a little bit more into Tusk, actually. Yeah, But Dave Klein was his DP all the way up through. Is he DP on Tusk as well? No, there's somebody. That's what I thought. One, yeah. Okay, so he's DP. On I think all of his films up through Red State, yeah. I yeah.
1: Think you're right. Oh yeah, they've been working together. He, for I even looked long a little time. bit further. I was out of shits and googles. I want to see if he did anything outside of Kevin Smith. Oh, work. Yeah. oh uh, yeah, he directed True Blood. Uh, he was DP of True oh, Blood. Oh wow. I'm not sure. And, if I know and that. Uh, the show Homeland.
0: Oh okay. Yeah, so I just he's just done I, I had heard Kev mention yeah. the Homeland. I mean, he's done before, other but, things,
1: but those were the two. I was like, well, if you're familiar with those, because that's a kind of a broader audience, so to speak.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Like, oh,
1: that's pretty interesting. But yeah, I did want to write him down. Production companies and distributors. Real quick, production companies: the Harvey Boys.
2: Oh yeah, which yeah.
1: uh Productions, production companies. Distributors: Small Cast Pictures. They did the uh, 2011 USA theatrical release, and so did uh, Lionsgate did the uh, U.S. Blu-ray and DVD release in 2011. Yeah, the
2: version I watched had the the
1: Lionsgate logo. So they were the distributors. Right,
0: and the Harvey Boys is a reference to Harvey Weinstein. It's the production company that they threw together to sort of honor Miramax and the fact that uh, Kev sort of got his start through there.
1: One more credit, and then we can move on, is uh, special effects. I didn't want to write this down. Uh, there was master's effects for the prosthetic work, and cantina creative for the visual effects. Mm-hmm. So that's their special effects team.
2: Nice. So uh, before we roll over to Tusk, uh, since I know we don't want to like hash the movie scene by scene like yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. normally do, but I did want to ask, was there anything that particularly stood out? Because I have one. There's a scene that, that really kind of creeped me out. I thought it was very masterfully done and sort of unique.
0: I, I think the only one... I I mean, I think the one that I can think of is a kill that I'm not sure if I want to mention till the spoilers, but I'll say uh, (laughs) sort of a candle effect.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, you can mention it later. Oh, you know what? Actually, yeah. Actually, I I want to reserve it, but there is a part toward the end that uses maybe an audio effect that was kind of like, ah, like that.
0: I right. like that a lot. Oh, okay. I think I know. Okay. Oh, so if
2: we're gonna come back to this, then we can just
1: uh, yeah. But there, there was that was kind of like one of those moments. Just try they, to keep that in uh, mind though, because like that, that's a good question. Because sure. there, there, was there's a scene that's in that movie that,
2: that chills me to my bone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I won't say that was like
0: like a chiller mm-hmm. moment. That was one of those kind of almost right, an epiphany yeah. moment. Just there, there's out. a lot of that movie that's hard to talk about yeah. without going into spoilers, especially with how much it change is even minute to minute at times. Oh
1: yeah, good point. Right.
0: So then we flip the switch over to Tusk.
1: 2014, right?
0: Walrus, yes. yes. Now, Tusk is a very interesting movie to talk about on a podcast, because it was born of a podcast.
2: One episode, one podcast, one day.
0: Um, I mean, I guess, like, we put out a podcast, but I wouldn't say... Ours necessarily competes with his because yeah. <coughs> first off we don't have anybody that listens to us, but second, <laughs> <laughs> second off his is mostly comedy anyway, whereas right. ours is a little bit more informative most of the time. Yeah,
2: yeah, we're not very funny.
0: But yeah, Smodcast number two fifty nine, the Walrus and the Carpenter, right, is I, I feel very unique in a way in which you can listen to the very beginning roots of a movie.
2: Yeah, the birth. Right? and it was weird I, I downloaded it the, like the evening that they dropped it and I was listening to it walking home from work one day and mm-hmm. I was like wow that that was strange and then it just snowballed into all all this
0: hashtag walrus yes walrus
2: yes man walrus yes
0: I'm um kidding. I mean I guess synopsis for tusk since we haven't delved into <gasps> wow. it too much yet yeah. is a man turns another man into a walrus
1: that's it that's all you need to know for the most part.
0: One of those men is Justin Long, who we've mentioned on the show a number of times at this yes, point.
1: Yes, we have. Uh, And it was, it was kind of cool that you did mention the fact that your earliest, um, probably, knowledge of Justin Long came through with Jeepers Creepers, right? Yeah. For me, so. yeah. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> yeah, so I was, I was kind of looking through, you know, his filmography. All waiting. Stuff. He was in Waiting. He was in, uh, a little bit before that, he was in Galaxy Quest with... Uh, oh, yeah. that's true. Oh, Derek.
0: fuck, he was little I forgot kid. about that. Yeah. Okay, so Galaxy... I mean... So it would have been... Like, what, 99, 99 or something? It like was right yeah. on the turn,
1: yeah. So, uh, yeah, he had some earlier appearances, but not as well-known as, like, Jeepers Creepers and Waiting, which we had yeah. mentioned.
0: He was as far guy. as Kevin Smith goes, yeah. we have uh, Zack and Mary make a porno, which is... <laughs> oh he my gosh, is is so good. That's ...incredible and so in. He's great in this, too. Now, the character is. is kind of a dickwad. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, piece of shit.
2: Yeah, but I mean, that you can't...
0: Yeah. But he's great. No, he, he nails it. You know, he, he does well, it. Well, really especially good.
2: considering
1: what was asked of him. You yeah. know what I mean? Like oh my gosh. Jesus. Yeah, poor Justin. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, he was in some cool movies. Another movie we had mentioned earlier was Dodgeball, which is another film he was right. in with Stephen mm-hmm. Root and yeah. Alan, not one. Two well, it's sterile and I like the taste. Yeah. He it's was a, in another uh movie that we all did collectively, uh director wise, Sam Raimi did Drag Me to Hell.
3: Oh really? Oh yeah.
1: Oh. So, uh, if you haven't seen it, go see that. That's I haven't watched great it. So long
2: I watched it in the theater and I haven't. And
1: you I haven't didn't seen mention, the theater uh, theater. Zach and Mary. Here's a cool film. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we had briefly talked about like boxing and stuff like that. He was in a film called the, S- the Sasquatch Gang and one of the guys from, um, uh, what was it? Super Troopers. One of the kids in the, the early scenes in the, in the car, blonde haired guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, these, the, he and this other kid, they, uh, perpetuate the story that Sasquatch, is in their their town and they play like these local redneck kids Right. that prank these other younger kids. The lead kid being the kid that played the remake of uh, Peter Pan, and uh, oh, I think okay. yeah, yeah. Anywho, <laughs> yeah, they were in that movie. I still have to watch it, and it has um, Carl Weathers in it of all people. Oh shit! It's a really good independent. Carl Weathers, movie. fucking Apollo, Apollo Creed? Creed. Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, Chubs. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So,
0: I mean, you it's know. It's on the hips. <laughs> yeah, he's in
1: Happy Film as well, Carl. No, I just thought it was interesting, like, some of the film credits. He's been in some other bigger things, too, with, like, the breakup with, uh, Vince Vaughn. Jennifer Anderson. Oh, um, yeah. Yep. Jennifer Aniston. so. Uh, he, he dated Drew Barrymore for a while. He's in, uh, Who the- Who did? Justin Long, get the fuck out of here! That's uh, serious. And he
2: was in the breakup too.
1: Yeah, and Vince Vaughn was also in Dodgeball. Yeah, exactly. Huh. So there's there's that connection. Hmm. He, uh you might recognize him too, more more popularly known as the, I think the Mac guy, Mac versus PC
0: commercials. Oh, oh right, with
2: uh, John Hodgman.
0: Yeah, it's been yeah. a long time since I even thought about. Well, maybe not too long, but yeah. it's been a bit so since I've thought about. He, you know, <laughs> Justin Long pops
1: up and popping quotes versus cool. Here's another reference. I thought this is really cool because I had to dig a little bit. Not really, but a little bit. Uh, he's from Connecticut, and he won't go to Vassar College. And you know where Vassar College is located? Paul Keepsy, New York. Really? Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, oh, fuck. Oh shit! Yeah. So, Justin Long, thank you for that one. So, there's a lot of cool little connections right there. I like that. Long okay, that's
2: cool. You need to nickname this motherfucker Link.
1: Yeah, man. So, uh <laughs> I did a little digging. This is this is the fun part, man. This is well, my nerding out.
0: So, back tied back into. The uh the point of this yeah. episode. Michael Parks obviously is in this as well. Yes, he is. Uh, as Howard Howe? Well, which isn't his real name. No. But that's what he's credited as. Yeah, uh, he and we never name, learn right? his real name, no. do no, we?
1: He goes by another pseudonym Bartholomew. Uh,
0: Bartholomew Moussier. Moussier. I didn't know if that was like a play on Mosier. Or it or... is, absolutely. You nailed it on the head. Yeah. Now, he also wow. mentions in a part in the movie that there's a Dr. Moussier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, both of them are plays on Scott Mosier, okay. longtime Kevin Smith producer. I've kind of never, never picked 20... up on that before. Okay. That's
1: funny.
0: He was also the co host of Smodcast, okay. where the inspiration right, yeah. for the. Okay. For that, movie that was the only film. thing that, pretty, if I'm using reason
1: here, <laughs> if you can do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, maybe it's a play on Mosier's last name.
0: No, yeah, that's absolutely what it is. It's, Musier, okay, it's yeah. Mosier. So. Cool. And it's Mosier. Um,
1: cool. It's funny, too. It all
2: starts, I just listened to that episode. It all starts with one line. They're talking to they read this article, and. Smith just goes. It sounds like the opening to a fucking Hammer horror film. Like yes, that's how Hammer movies start. And it just—he just went from there. God, it just blows my mind that a, a movie came out of that shit.
1: Sometimes um, that's all it is, man.
0: Do we also very interestingly have the return, yeah, of a child actor, child Phenom. horror movie star. Yes, yeah. Phenom with Haley Joel Osment. Yes, he was in
1: what we. Hopefully everybody is seeing his success with uh, Bruce Willis, right? He, he's the
3: kid. He,
2: he had a so lot of nice. other roles around the time too. Yes, he, he, did. Up, he worked. He, he worked did. a lot. And he was busy, and Traveling. then he sort of fell out for a bit. But Tusk, he's great. Oh yeah, that I brought his career right job. back. <laughs> 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 We're gonna see the Haley Joe Oz Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: I like that. <laughs> Just because of Tusk. Yeah, no, and he plays Teddy. <laughs> yes, he plays Teddy Kraft, which is the buddy of. Um, Justin Long, which we didn't... I don't think we na- mentioned his name. Wallace Brighton?
0: Right? Oh, right. Uh, Wallace, oh, Wallace Wallace Brighton. Yeah, Wallace Brighton's Yeah, because it's right. Wally, which is close to Walrus. Yeah. And, yeah uh, <laughs> Teddy is straight from the podcast episode, yeah, in which they... One half of the duo. Yeah. <laughs> Teddy and Nikki are the expository duo. Oh, in which you, when you hear the, the origins of it all, and yeah, I, I suppose 80%. we can compare the origins of it all a little bit later on, cause it goes cool. into a little bit of spoilers and stuff. Oh, but, yeah, for sure. But Teddy is straight from the, the origins. Okay. It is a name from the origin of nice. this episode. Yeah, it's nice to know references as well. Um, he was, like, he was pretty involved, like
1: I said, in a lot of films. He, uh, Haley Joel Osmond that is, with uh, like AI and paid for. Oh, I saw Anne. Uh, right. he, he did uh, Secondhand Lions. I love oh, Secondhand, Secondhand Lions with Michael Caine, Robert Duvall, and Michael Caine. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, he was. Uh, let's see. He was also. Yeah, I think he did like stuff with Jeff Foxworthy. He was on the Jeff Foxworthy show. Yep. Um, so he oh did God, the sitcom, you mean? Yeah. Oh, so oh, he fine. did a lot of television shows as well. You know, so he's no stranger to to big screen and television.
0: Oh no. Then to uh, I mean to round out, I guess the trio. For Tusk, yeah. after Justin Long and Haley, would be uh, Genesis. Yeah, Genesis Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Genesis yeah, Rodriguez as Allie. Allie. Yeah, Allie Leon. Uh, she has yeah. mostly a background in telenovelas, if I remember right. Yeah, she's really? a
1: Spanish actress. I Oh, mean, God. She's from Venezuela, well, Zuaylan Roots, grew up in Miami. Um, here's a, I thought it was kind of an <laughs> interesting story, if you want to call it that. Uh, her name, Genesis, do you guys know how she got her name? What, i the book of Genesis, the so, yeah. band Genesis, yeah, her dad. Oh, uh, the band Genesis. Yeah, the band Genesis. Uh, her dad, I it think, was like fucking Phil Collins. Yeah, oh yeah, something? I think her dad was. He was either involved in like movies or music somehow. But yeah, her, she was named after the band Genesis. Jesus, that's now weird.
0: I I know that a, a story that Kevin likes to retell and tell again is that with her background in telenovelas, right. is a lot of the shows that she worked on. Uh, she would tell him of her experience on them. And a lot of the times, they would have earpieces in I don't know. and would be being fed the scripts seconds before they'd be saying wow. them and being recorded with them.
2: Yeah, they would
0: be literally listening to it and repeating those lines out two seconds <laughs> later, supposed to inflect all the emotion and everything. Wow. Over-inflect the emotion, because we're she talking about surprised. telenovelas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's interesting. That's really cool. She's got some... Uh... Some
1: interesting credits, actually, uh, speaking of Genesis. She's it's in uh, Yoga Hosers.
0: Right, well, I mean, Tusk we can is away, right? Tusk is the first part of what Kev's Maybe calling his right. True North trilogy. Yeah, true trilogy. trilogy yeah. uh, Yoga Hosers is the second part. Uh, there's a couple other characters introduced in this yeah, movie that continue on in yeah, Yoga Hosers. You
1: know, mentioned a little bit. She was in a movie with um, the guy who played uh, in the remake of Robocop. I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. The guy that played RoboCop? Yeah. Oh, Um, uh, I didn't like that movie. I can't remember his name. Joel Kinnaman? Yeah, Joel Kinnaman. Uh, She was in the movie Run All Night with him. Okay. Uh, She was in the movie Hours. I'm not really too familiar with it, but Uh it was... uh, She was in Identity Theft, and uh, she was in an episode of Entourage, which... A lot of these actors were on Entourage. Haley Joe Osman,
0: Justin Long. Oh, I bet they brought a lot of them. Um, yeah, I mean,
1: I never really watched it. I've had siblings who were born too, but it was interesting to see their names pop up a couple times.
0: Yeah, um, let me see here. Uh, one so for big names, I guess the other. You want to hold big off on name? that one? No, okay. Oh, okay. There's okay. one that we're going to hold off on, for sure.
3: Oh, big name? That's the, um, that's the biggest
0: name in this entire cast.
1: But no, no, I don't want to mention that person quite yet. But, but other than that. Let's hear it.
0: Internet famous.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned this. Movie. We
0: have oh, Charlie Mortonstein. Yeah. Yes.
1: Epic Meal Time. Yeah. Epic
0: Mealtime. He plays the
1: border agent in this movie. Canadian. He was
0: a very small role, but amazing. Yeah. I Fantastic. Love, I love cool. that scene.
1: Uh, yeah, you're right. He was an Epic Meal Time. Did a lot of YouTube videos, right? With that.
0: Oh yeah.
2: He just cooks this this artery artery clogging food. It's just, oh, just like, the best. Yeah. it's It's disgustingly
1: delicious. Like I knew he did. Like some video, I, it took me a minute to to remember. Then I was like, "Oh, pff, fuck yeah, okay." Well, no. and, uh,
2: Kevin showed up on an episode of their YouTube series doing uh, like a big sandwich, some kind of big giant turkey sandwich oh, yeah. or some shit. So they, they knew. I think he's done before, a couple episodes. By he was now. in Yoga Hosters
1: as well. <coughs> you're absolutely right. Yeah, he's uh, he was in Dead Rising, The Watchtower as well, and. uh Another one, which I don't know if I should mention right now, but is a part of the trilogy, the Moose Jaws?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure how, how far they are in the Moose Jaws process yet, right. because Kevin has had a lot of proce- uh, projects sort of fall into his lap lately. Gotcha. Uh, however, Moose Jaws is the final part of the True North trilogy, and he has said before that he intends for, I guess, sort of the lead role to be yeah. Harley. So wow.
1: that'd be pretty cool. So, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, even, I think they, also, yes, yes,
0: Moose Jaws is Jaws with a moose for anyone listening as
1: a reference. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, like I said, Harley Morenstein is in that. Uh, I think Genesis and Justin and maybe even Haley Joel Osment are lined up. Well, Genesis is
0: basically supposed to be Quint from what he said. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. So that makes me excited. Uh, we we touched on Ralph in Red yes, State. Ralph Garman is oh. back as Detective Frank, Frank Garman. Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, so the weird thing about Tusk, as I mentioned earlier, is that it's like love letter to podcasts, uh, specifically his podcast. Yeah. Damn near every other thing in the movie is a callback to one or multiple episodes of either Smodcast or Hollywood, Hollywood Babylon. Babylon. The, uh, right.
2: Like a ringtone or whatever, just a million okay. subtle little things. I mean, I,
1: I figured, you know, yeah. like with ringtones, like there there has to be a reason why yeah, he's using there was this specific lot, ringtone. Lot shit.
0: Frank Augustine. Garmin, uh, his character name comes from the fact that they had uh, a number of listeners very early on in the show. Uh, one in particular that submitted a segment for them.
2: Yeah, he gave some VO. That like, gave some like some intro. voiceover yeah. and um, like wow. the
0: intro for the show. Okay. Uh, mistook Ralph's name for being Frank, oh, and wow. so it was a little bit of an ongoing joke for a bit Frank for a for people to too, write right. in yeah. like, "Hey, Frank Garman." And
2: then after that, it was Roger. Someone thought yeah, it was Ron, Roger yeah. for a bit. So it just That's became fun for the fans. yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure.
0: See uh, Jen, his wife, shows up again. Yeah, she's, uh, she's, you she's, mentioned yeah, that earlier.
1: I had a slip, but yeah, she's uh, she's in the restaurant scene. She's the waitress in
0: that particular scene. Also, very interestingly, his daughter. Yes,
1: Harley Quinn, which hopefully people get that reference within itself. I'm sure. Hopefully. I hope so.
0: Uh, DC Comics, motherfuckers. Yeah, just go look it up. Yeah. Uh, but Harley is in it. Um she's also been in Jan Silent Bob Strike Back yeah. as Baby Silent Bob. Yeah, she shows right. up
1: early, Clerks too.
0: She's right. in Clerks too when Dante goes out for a she drive is and is looking baby. in at the family having dinner. I
3: think
1: she might have been was she like maybe baby in the uh, strike back?
0: Jay
3: yeah, Silent that's bob yeah, strike yeah. back. She was yeah, baby bob. She's
1: in she's in all kinds of Was stuff. she a jersey like, girl? Yeah.
0: Maybe. Ooh, I can't remember for sure. It'd be interesting. it seemed like an, look, an easy way to throw her in. She's one of the leads in logo in Yoga Hosers, yeah. oh, the yeah. second part of the, the True North trilogy. Should we right.
1: mention the next person?
0: Along with... We shouldn't mention the next okay. person, I think, because just because we're tying into Yoga Hosers a little bit, yeah. um, sort of Harley works at a convenience store, which, go figure, fucking she's Google Smith. The yeah, right. What's the convenience store called? The A to Z. <laughs> a to Z, I like that. <laughs> and she's Colleen. Yep. Mackenzie, there's two characters, the Colleens, yeah,
2: which is reminiscent of like uh, Heather's or uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a Heather's reference, yeah, I believe. Totally, yeah. No kidding.
0: I believe it's a Heather's no reference. Movie.
2: Or what were the girls on uh, the uh, Recess? The girls in oh, the cartoon I don't show. Don't they for sure, like Tiffany or something. Mm, that's
0: something pretty like that? interesting. Yeah, or, uh, I used to watch that And then Colleen Collette is yeah. played by Lily Rose Depp, yeah, who is in fact related to Johnny Depp. That's yeah. his daughter. Really cool.
2: She looks a lot like him.
0: Looks a lot like sure. him yeah. as a real-life friend of Harley, and yeah. that's how kind of how they got that part. That's oh, yeah, they cool. were schoolmates,
1: right? Yeah, they are schoolmates. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, she's she got some interesting credits outside of just doing yoga hosers. And... Really? Yeah, she did a movie called The Dancer and another film called Planetarium. Huh. So uh, if any of our listeners are familiar with those films, you might have seen her in those.
0: Uh, and there's there's only one other credit I can think of to mention, yeah. and it's because it's another Kevin Smith tie-in. Okay. And there's a portion in the movie where there's a flashback and you see Ernest Hemingway. Okay,
1: okay. okay. I know what you're
0: talking about. Now, uh, the man playing Ernest Hemingway is a man by the name of Zach Knutson. Okay. Uh, Zach, most people would recognize from Clerks 2 as the donkey fucker.
2: Oh wow. No oh kidding. the big guy.
0: Yeah. 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 Kinky totally. Kelly and the sexy stud. <laughs> yeah, Kelly, that's right, Kelly yeah. can be a boy's name too. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> that's him. Enter. Uh and he also did the uh, making Enter. of the making of feature at Four Clerks too. Okay. Was oh, filmed wow. by him and another guy, I can't remember the other guy's name. As well as um What a Lovely Tea Party the <laughs> making of <laughs> Jane <and laughs> Salomov Strike Back. That's funny. Uh, Wingnut Productions, I believe, is his little.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's good to know. I did not know that was it. That's yeah, funny. Good I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that out. That's funny. Uh, and but that's Tusk. Um, um Kind of. I mean, that's I can go into. You know, you had asked about the director of photography,
3: right? <laughs> oh, um, DP? DP. Yeah,
1: the DP was actually cinematography is what they got labeled. I right. mean, it's similar, course, it's yeah, I suppose. Mean, yeah. uh, James Laxton. Um, oh, okay. I'm not sure if he's. I didn't really see major credits, so I didn't really write anything down. Uh, production Company, once again, Smodcast Pictures, XYZ Films, and Damaris Films as well. bunch uh, of shit no one's ever heard of before.
2: No. Well, there
0: is one other thing, though, that we've touched on the show before. Yeah. And that's the creature effects. The man who designed oh. the walrus... Oh, my God, yeah. yeah please, and who did the other special effects is Robert Kurtzman. Oh, Nice. Now we have definitely touched on Kurtzman before, like with uh, Kurtzman, Necatero, and uh, who's the B? Uh, I can't remember the name uh, of the B. and B. Yeah. Burger. Um, I mean, he has hundreds upon hundreds. Wow. of special effects credits to his oh, yeah, name.
2: I mean, probably worked on everything from people like dead to like Walking Dead, right? Well, uh, so I believe I believe movie this movie. is oh, at least like the fourth, oh, fourth or fifth shit. time we've
0: probably mentioned Jesus mentioned him on the show. <laughs> yeah, you know, mm-hmm. at this point, but Blind's he, yeah. Robert Kurtzman, was the one that did makes the uh, the creature, I yeah, guess, yeah, the walrus. Right
2: oh, and it looks fantastic too. It's it so does, looks, doesn't it? Yeah, it's gnarly. so jarring and, and disturbing. Well, it's
1: good to know that. I, I was thinking, I was like, wow, this is really well crafted. Knowing that it's Kurtzman, I was like, oh, it makes perfect fucking sense. Um, distributors uh, A24 which helped with the 2014 USA re- uh, theatrical release and so did Damaris Films as well. Uh, budget was about 3 million for this film. Uh, they got a return of 1.8
0: million as of November 7th of 2014 in the box office. Yeah, box office. Uh, yeah, but as we pointed out it that been a box office release so both of these movies were very much intended to be yeah. very small budget, people taking pay cuts, them working out deals wherever they could. And that sounds like the movie failed. All right? Three million well, spent, yeah, 1.8 at the box office. Numbers now, because of how much they, they basically didn't spend a thing on advertising. He advertised it on his podcast yeah. to his audience because no, and that would have
2: been at least like three, 4 million. In that would have himself. been three or 4 million. And I can
0: million imagine doing a
1: on tour and things like that too. So, you know,
0: yeah. So festivals four walling it. I mean, those all cost a little bit, right. but he got the word out for extremely cheap compared to what it would normally be. Oh Yeah. So yeah. both of these movies actually had already turned a profit before they were ever actually even released.
1: Oh, huh.
2: Know? Pre-orders and
0: shit you know. Pre-orders, uh, like international distribution rights Oh yeah uh, All that sort of things Both of these movies actually turned a profit Before they were ever released
1: That's really cool, I did not know that um, You know I like taglines You know the mm-hmm. tagline for this one? Uh, Ron Tusk? Yeah, Tusk
0: Oh I should I like this one Oh god damn it uh, man
1: not... Indeed a war is a heart It's close, it's close <laughs> Uh, man is the most dangerous animal.
0: Oh, okay. that's stupid. Yeah, um, not the greatest of tagline. I would have just went hashtag walrus. Yes. Yeah. No yeah. shit.
2: Sure. That should be the yeah, That would have
1: been a good one. But uh, yeah, that that for my uh, my notes, that kind of rounds out my uh, how does that make me squeal on both
0: Tusk and Yeah, I mean, at State. this point to say I think to say much more about either of these movies, we're gonna have to go into spoilers. Yeah, oh yeah. So okay. you want to give and a little being, heads up maybe
1: on these films? Yeah, I was
0: about to say, being two movies, we're not gonna go as deep into no. them as we normally do. I feel like at this point, we've actually went pretty deep into both of them. Yeah. Um, but there are some things that we still have definitely have to uh, talk about. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, going into this, yeah. if you're going to watch Red State. Yes, Red um, State deals with some
1: pretty interesting topics that you might be sensitive to.
0: Extreme. I mean, representation of. Hate uh, groups, basically. Bigotry, yeah. hate groups, homophobia. Yeah. And all the language that goes along with it.
2: And extreme weapon violence.
1: Yes.
0: Just gun, yeah, weapon violence weapon gun, gun violence. Yeah, um, and there's weapon and
1: gun violence. Otherwise, There are scenes
0: of. Um, like sm-
1: mild torture and execution,
0: I guess. Yeah, yeah I, could, I could. Yeah, and there's a very brief nudity. Yeah, I mean, you're going to get language. You
2: well, know. and there's like some implication of oral sex, but nothing's ever shown. Yeah.
1: It's just, yeah, yeah. So you know, there's there's certain themes that you know you might be sensitive to, so you might want to shy away from. Oh, um, uh, with Tusk, uh, there's some very disturbing imagery. Yes, there yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, language, very coarse language, uh, very sexual cool. themes. Um. Nothing overtly sexual, but there's, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. Just potty mouth, basically. Yeah. Mostly just in, potty mouth implied shit. Implied sexual. Um, I did, things. Um, on that note, I
2: didn't
0: think that this was going to be relevant. I did right. see
2: right. Michael Parks' ba- naked ass. I That's watch. true. Yeah, yeah you see did.
0: Michael Parks' naked ass in tusks. And it looked so. nice
2: as my ass does now. Yeah, it, I believe it, just, it.
0: It
1: made me upset. Well, he's he's got a Hollywood ass. That's true. Not anymore, he doesn't.
0: Well, mm. he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,.
1: Yeah, outside of that, um,
0: uh, I mean, but very disturbing imagery. And yeah, some there's, gore. there are there is some
1: gore. There's
0: and language. You're gonna see some blood, language, things like that.
1: The, so. the
2: creature in and of itself, is, I think, is disturbing. I think yeah, that would have fucked disturbing. me. Up. As a little kid, I think that would have fucked me. up. Yeah. So
1: it. if you have little children who are disturbed by certain
0: imagery, I'd say steer away from that for them. But you but should watch it yourself. Make sure they listen to the podcast, though. Yeah. And speaking of listening to the podcast, let's get to our next segment. Let's yeah. get to the guts and bolts and actually talk about a couple of these movies for a little bit. Guts and Bolts. So we're hearing the Guts and Bolts. Yes, we So we, we are. can finally fucking talk about these goddamn movies. Because there's a hard. couple things we've been holding back on. Yeah, yeah. no more pussyfooting around. So, yeah, if this is your first time like listening to our show, this is the spoiler section. Prepare yeah, yourself. full of spoilers for these. So what do we want to start with? Red State? You want to go to Red State? Guys? Might as well. Alright. Okay, so Red State, I mean, we already said before, like... I guess we'll have to give a brief rundown of the plot. Because yeah, it's, it's pretty simple. Just so people know what the fuck we're talking about. Well, because already, it really does go crazy fucking places it's compared quick. to where it it's starts. It's quick, too.
2: Right. I mean, oh, yeah, it moves very, very quick. But uh, we already mentioned that it's uh, sort of a, like, God hates fags. Like, we went the, you know... We yeah, we, the, we, um, we explained that, that. So
0: thing, it's so. like, these three teens, they go up on... <laughs> There's some kind of sex app, right?
2: Yeah, it's, they got some kind of weird grinder app or some shit they're using. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: well, he's yeah. like, it, it's like the Craigslist for sex, and the dude's yeah, exactly. like, isn't Craigslist the Craigslist <laughs> yeah. for sex? Yeah, which is funny. So you get the like said so the three teens.
1: A little bit before that, like said, so you do get the introduction to um, that. Abe and the, Cooper, the, the Cooper, the
0: Cooper clan. Oh, and and five one, right, because the and kid's running points. late, and that's
1: where I real like recognized Anna Gunn, and I was like, holy shit, that's fucking Skylar from Breaking
0: Oh right, because that's her little scene. Yeah, with, with
1: the one, but you do get to see like they're protesting. I think. Uh, you find out which is like a gay t- uh, person. Oh right, like a teen, the, I think. Which That's you find children. out later on. They're the ones that killed. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, you see that. So they're driving by, and, and you even get to see uh, Cooper, right? Abe and Cooper. Michael oh Harrison. yeah, and he's standing he's right on the he edge, looks and like right at Michael. Uh,
2: Oh, at this point, since you mentioned the uh, yeah. protest, I did uh, notice a sign, one of the signs in the background. Oh my
1: gosh, the signs were killed. There,
2: <clears throat> uh, one of them, just because I'm such a fan of Kevin Smith, and I know he probably was really pleased with himself. There was a sign that just said, anal penetration equals eternal damnation. Yep. <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> and I, I got a big fucking kick out of that one.
1: Yeah, so uh, Michael Angarano, like I so said, he's running late for school. And then they have that little, little I don't know, thing in, in his classroom the uh, teacher, they right? and
0: it, it's a lot of exposition
1: is about free speech right and then they get into uh second amendment so it was about right. amendments I, I
0: would say that the first it's, 20 it's minutes of this movie are the only parts where you might be able to guess where it's going, yeah, a little bit. And it's very, very heavy with like Kevin Smith humor. Well,
2: it's, it's just people talking. It's very Kevin Smith. In, in 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 yeah, it's, it's very just much just people here. talking. Yeah. Very
0: exposition heavy. You find out who the Five Points Church are, yeah. how big of dickwads they games. are. Yeah. The kids have basically set up gangbanging a chick. Yeah, so that's what they're doing with that
1: uh, little app because apparently there's a woman who's not from New York or L.A. that's available in their town.
2: Oh, and she's right up there at Cooper's Dell in the, uh, yeah. in the
1: religious cult. So, you know,
2: it's got that allure that, oh, shit, we're going to go, you know, fuck
1: this religion. Yeah, right up by yeah. Cooper's Dell.
3: Yeah, she's do like this?
1: 38, quote-unquote, wants a threesome. He's like, I've been communicating with her for two weeks. We set it up.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. And then they have, like, a little scene, I think, in the gym where the one kid's like, it's like, it's like fucking my mom. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah, I mean, he does a really good job of setting these kids yeah, up. Yeah, so that's basically what it is. It's just they're they're trying to hook up with an older lady threesome.
3: But
0: it's on their way out there that he sets it up for all the crazy twists and turns yes. to come. Because
1: on the way to that woman's <coughs> place, right, the, the teens are driving out and they uh, side swipe a parked car. Because
2: they were arguing. What were they bullshitting about? They weren't paying attention because
1: they were having some <sighs> stupid argument about something. There was an argument they had, and it had to do with, I think, the kid talking about Positions? Like are you gonna get under us or something yeah, like that? Yeah, and he's like, this is what happens when your parents oh, don't allow right. you to watch porn or something like that.
0: Dude's getting head from another dude out there. Who car. is the dude getting head in Stephen Root's getting head. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure Root getting head. Yeah. From some other dude out in the Which car Which is funny because
1: you don't really realize that at first. Because no, he, he just kind of weirdly pops up. Yeah, I was going to ask about
2: that. So the kids go walking up, and they got a flashlight on the car. So I presume he was out of view, because you don't see him at first. You think yeah, the car exactly. out of view and the kids approach the car. And then they walk up with their flashlights, and all of a sudden he pops up. Wait, are
0: you asking if he was in his vinegar strokes and if he finished?
2: Oh, I mean, <laughs> maybe. maybe <I'm laughs> it wouldn't be the
0: first
3: running.
0: time we talked about this if on our if show. If
2: you're hiding, stay hidden. They weren't close enough at that point to see
0: you. Yeah. No.
2: So And they didn't do anything. Like You could have just stayed down there. Why just, just boogie boogie? Just Yeah, just he did. He had that...
0: The, the, yeah, well, as soon as they saw any movement, though, they fucking they bolted, bolted it, anyway. Right,
2: yeah, so, right.
1: so they drive off, right? Quicker and they, than
2: a asshole of dynamite.
1: <laughs> getting oh, up the road,
0: meet up with a gal. Yep. She seems a lot older than 38. I mean, no offense to Melissa Leo. She's older but than 38. Yeah, she, Not only that, she. I mean, I don't let any man in me unless he has two beers in him. That was her philosophy. That,
2: that fucking line makes me feel so disgusting every time baby. I hear it. Yeah, just oh man, it's
0: uh. Is she serving them up beers, fucking chugs one herself. Yeah. <sighs> she seems not into it. No, she's she very She seems much like yeah, almost very,
2: reluctant like mm-hmm. she doesn't want to. Like she knows what's about to happen to these kids and yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. She, she's also she completely, completely a little, She's
0: completely down, but she yeah, she's she does seem rel- yeah, yeah,
2: I don't I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Yeah. Cuz you assume that she's part of the church, she would just be down.
0: And like, she's definitely down later on. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. So I don't know what her Weird, isn't it? Maybe she didn't like pretending to be a whore or something. Maybe it made her feel dirty, so she didn't like having to play the role she was playing. Yeah, maybe that. Oh, that would make sense. What the fuck with Miller Lite? I mean, you know, Kevin Smith doesn't really drink, so he doesn't have a beer preference. Why do you think they went with the obvious? There was some product placement there. They're all drinking Miller Lights, right?
1: Huh? I didn't really pay attention to the beer. I so, drink a lot but... of beer, so I pay attention. Okay, to yeah,
2: <laughs> But no, I was wondering why you know why he'd pick because you kind of got to choose, don't you? I mean, you like think? you said, he yeah. probably didn't pick.
0: It's probably just probably just left it up to say. Yeah, little. just like give him beer. Yeah. What beer can we get? Skip Miller Light. Yeah. That's I, that's kind of what I figure. I don't know. That that was something. Campan, right? I, I mean, weird. I noticed that they weren't all just drinking cans labeled beer. Yeah, but. exactly. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's interesting. Uh, that would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been great.
0: But they, I mean, the fact is the beer was drugged anyway. Yeah. Kids go down. Yeah, they which, start to fall. Which knockout. I
2: think, that's very disturbing to me. That disturbed the shit out creepy. of me. The first time I saw that movie, I was, because they just fall out. And there was no, like, incidental music. There was no, like, sound effects or nothing. They're just laughing, and they get kind of goofy, and then they just... You don't even know what's happening at first. They just hit the ground. Like, they're all half-naked because they were stripping down... Yeah, and that's it. And I was they they just start fading,
1: around. and then the what movie the fuck? just leaves you with
0: that, you know. Yeah, just, and like, then
1: you get that quick cut scene to Stephen Root going back to the uh the little sheriff's office or whatever. Oh, well, because yeah, he thinks he's been found out. Yeah, exactly. And he's obviously he's got like a wife. wife. He's trying to pass it on. Oh, is that
2: what... I didn't catch that, is yeah. that what's going on there. So he's going
1: back because he you get someone, the deputy. Right? Oh, because he
2: thought those kids. on
3: mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I got you. Yeah. Okay. So what he's trying to do is trying to push. That shit off onto the deputy, right? Like, go find him.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So that's why he's trying to do
0: that. And that's why he's starting to feel guilt. Now, I wish I would have written that guy's name down. I've seen him in some other things, uh, too. Yeah, he,
2: right. I thought he was familiar. The, the is he also goes. in Breaking Actually, Bad?
0: Know, yes, he is. He plays uh, Badger. That's right. He's Badger in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Game. I can't remember his name. Oh,
1: yes. Um, that's why I don't I think might I, who do. I uh, probably didn't write it down. But that fucking guy. Yeah, I didn't write it down, but yeah, he does. I was like, oh, shit, that's why we see Anna Gunn, that's why we see him, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Um, so there's two connections breaking that.
0: Honestly, there's there's times where, when watching both of these movies, mm-hmm. but especially yeah. this one, just because of the, the way some of the, the scenes are laid out and shit, that Michael Parks kind of reminded me of a better Walter White.
2: Do you think so? Just that kind of quiet... Scary
0: I mean Better in the way Where I think I mean Brian Cranston Was awesome But yeah. I think Michael Parks Could have Just as easily <laughs> Just destroyed that role
3: Oh definitely Oh yeah so
0: he's, he's one of those people Who command Whatever role he's playing And his face looks Kind of the same As Cranston's A little bit A little bit A little bit That's yeah, kind of what was, I
1: When he was younger Michael Parks He was a handsome man That's true You yeah. know
2: yeah. Uh, Breaking Bad Had been made Ten years earlier I don't know If it would have worked
3: though No Fuck no <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: You know what I mean um, but yeah, the whole point is he's the uh, Stephen Root, right? The sheriff is telling the deputy. he's about go it check it. out shit. Yeah, go this check happened. It out. It he's Volvo. giving a lot of really it weird was a information, car, so
0: he knows it was teens. That was his alibi about the, the deputy's was teens. obviously catching that something's weird yeah, about this, exactly. but he hasn't put it all together well, he because to he's
1: see. like changing his fucking shirt and stuff too on the way in. Yeah, uh, well, and he was like, "Why are we parked? Yeah, why are
2: you guys? Like, I was making dinner reservations or something. Yeah, sure. for
1: my anniversary. Enterver- enterver- but he's like, "Yeah, it's a blue Volvo." So he knew a lot right. of details for being parked and making reservations. He knew mm-hmm. a
2: lot of fucking details
1: for having his eyes closed and throwing his back Oh yeah, you know that, uh, But yeah, you're right. Uh, there was a scene right after that, like I so said, the teams are drugged and then you get the uh, the whole wake up scene. Yeah, they wait. So oh, well, one Jesus. of the kids, not not all the kids, but one of the kids.
0: So this is the part where it's it's definitely full on horror movie. Yes, this is where it goes. But you right can't. Into horror I, horror I would say you can't dispute this first part being a horror movie. Yeah, I agree. Last half of the movie though, no, it's no, a
2: horror no, movie. no, 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 yeah.
0: completely different. But I still definitely worth talking about. Yes, I, I totally agree. Um,
2: oh, it's suspenseful. You know, I don't know how. You know, no, I mean
0: the second. I mean the it's second half horror isn't horror, horror but. Yeah. It's yeah, social horror to an extent, yeah. because of how what it deals with with yeah, the I government and shit. Yeah. Um but like you said, yeah, he wakes up, he's in a fucking cage. Yeah, this is uh who is it, the kid, Jared? Kyle Angra oh, uh, Gallner, uh, I think. Oh uh, Kyle Gallner, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jared.
1: So he's in a cage with a with like a white maybe like I don't know,
0: Cloth covering, yeah, basically like, a like bed curtain or something, yeah. Some shit, yeah, yeah, on some sort of a canvas it maybe yeah. looked like right, I don't yeah. know, yeah. But he's he's you know
1: he knows something's not right. He's being wheeled he's, down a hallway, yeah. which I, I if I'm not mistaken, I read a little bit about that scene where I think they really did that to him. Like I mean, I mean, of course, filming it, but oh, yeah. to give him that like. You know he was he was getting paranoid and shit. Well, and in that that's scene. fuck
2: the actors in this movie. Whenever there's moments of where they're being gripped by terror and they all their little their little quivers and yeah. their tics and their their drool coming off. The, all these actors sell being terrified. Oh, uh, every time, yeah. especially what's her name? The the girl at the end who's trying to save the kids when she's beating, oh uh, Carrie uh, Bechet. That yeah, yeah the, she that, Cheyenne, every yeah, every single yeah. one of these actors. Sells this terror. Oh well, I mean, what really and impresses it starts right me here with him starting to scream. Yeah. What really
0: impresses me is maybe like ten minutes from now when the other two oh are gosh, in the yeah. basement and like, oh
1: yeah, oh yeah, no, it's
0: and down. like breaking down, trying to figure out how to get out there and shit. And yeah, there
1: was there was a cool little exchange right after they drop the kid off, and then you find out that it's uh, the Cooper. Plan, if you want to put it that way, that five points. Well,
2: you hear this. There's a... Ser- he's, like, giving
1: a sermon, right?
2: Yeah, and you hear it, it gets louder and louder as so he gets wheeled. Yeah, exactly. Him. So he's
1: getting closer to that little congregation, and there is this, like, a little daily sermon, and, uh...
0: Put, uh I wrote daily... Please, down every wannabe actor, go watch this oh, fucking sermon. gosh. If, yes. if you don't watch any other part of this movie, watch this sermon. Yeah, the, it's so great. Michael Parks playing, playing to his family... Mm-hmm. He, wow, will, he even plays to a preacher. little kid
1: that I, I wrote down. He, where he oh, says, like, Popeye! The,
0: the Popeye.
1: Popeye,
2: yeah. Oh, Popeye! Show me how Popeye do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Show me how Popeye, Popeye do. Popeye.
1: Yeah, and you know oh, that, that reminded me of like that's what like if you're a little kid, you would see adults do that. Yeah. You know, and so I was like, man, you're right. Like he gives a real performance. Yeah, he right loses there. himself, in that and show. even gets those kids focused on his his portrayal of that. Oh, right? yeah. he's playing along with
3: him. Yeah, yeah. And this
0: uh, this whole scene drags on for I mean not drags on
3: yeah, in a bad it, way, but it's it, a long sequence. It, it goes long. on it
1: for a, a bit. The sequence kind of culminates in the fact that he starts to talk about faith and what it means not only to his congregation but in society as a whole because he says people have an illusion that God loves them. Right. Right? Because that's the narrative that society's feeding us. Yeah. yeah. And he says God doesn't love you unless you fear him. Right, right, uh, and then he the goes. In the trailer. Yeah, and then he goes on to uh, talk about Satan and homosexuals and fornications and abortions, things of that nature. And He says, basically, so we lost our
0: moral compass. Yeah, yeah. After talking about all the fornication and homosexual agendas, Satan, yeah. then it's about to get grown yeah. up in here. Yeah, I like that scene because he tells <laughs> he starts
1: to call the kids by like little nicknames. Yeah, yeah you know and then he's like you know carry the kids off it's about oh, to get well, real okay. grown so up in here
2: before before all that happens though yeah. the, the kid on the in the cage yeah. is screaming his ass he off is, the he's cage cursing and, and he's cursing and, and swearing he's get me out you fucking bitch I'm gonna fucking kill all of you just freaking out right yeah.
1: and then eventually and then he gets zapped
2: yeah well, eventually ah Caleb
0: that's enough now yeah.
2: Sure. yeah. Caleb, Caleb is uh, Ralph,
1: Ralph Garman fucking yeah. Frank Roger Garman himself <laughs> <laughs> Frank Roger Frank
2: <laughs> Roger Hulu spoilers Ralph Garman Professor Cartoons. yeah Right, but, uh, so he comes up as uh, the mute Caleb, and with the, with some kind of what, like that, like, a, like a prawn or like yeah, some a cat prawn, prawn or, something or, something. or some shit, and just zaps the shit out of this it kid. It shuts the kid up. Oh, <laughs> real fast. Shut
1: me up too. Yeah, I know, right? He's he's the man in the cage. Man. So
2: yeah, I just had to I had to shout out to Ralph. That was his, his spot in the movie. Yeah, he did a good job,
0: man. He was and he really is scary. The
3: monkey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I think at like at yeah. at, it, at it, getting grown up is where it really. Really, turned. yeah, but because this is where they turn the hand. attention
1: on you find out a like a, a man on a cross in like saran wrap, it looks like.
3: What yeah, but he a had a sheet
2: over him, most of the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Now. So you don't
3: get
1: to see his face, no, and but
0: then, you see him
2: start to move right toward the when he before yeah. he asked the kids, so you see what? this thing start to shift. There's
0: more than just the teens involved right now. Uh, this man was some sort of sodomite, according to the mm-hmm. congregation. I can't remember exactly what he was accused of. Do you?
1: He was, a, he was a homosexual. You know who that person was? Do you guys know? Oh. He was the one giving head to, to Stephen Root, so they got him, too. Oh, okay. Are you sure? I'm almost certain of it. Holy shit, I didn't even pick up on that. Because they never really explained what happened to that guy. Um huh. So I think, my the, from what I understood, because they talked about homosexuals, and they, they allude, and of course they talk about it later on, which we'll find out here in a second, um, you know about homosexual? And guess what? There was homosexual activity going on with Stephen Root and this, this particular guy, right?
2: Which comes into play later. Yeah,
1: because w- where else would he fit in in the scheme of things? Huh. I, I kind of thought it was just another random
0: guy Yeah, in I, thought town, some, but I'm, I thought it was I'm, just. I'm some almost certain it was the guy that was with Stephen Root. I don't
2: what to look into
0: that. Either way, um, this gets, is what, this is where you see where it's the extreme version because yeah, they right. saran wrap him all around, around making face, sure. Right? Don't get any of that spit on you. It'll yeah, turn you. Turn. Yeah. Yeah, turn I was you. like,
1: wow, this is where it starts to get real heavy with these tones. Yeah. And yeah. then,
0: so we, we mentioned it, right? Last yeah. uh Back during the uh, How Did That Make You Squeal, right, right? right? Big surprising things first time through. Yeah. Caleb shooting down through the top of his head and a fucking flame popping up. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: That was spooky.
0: yeah, that was. It was, was like, kind of reminding
2: me of a homie getting fried in Green Mile. When Percy didn't oh, use wow, the spell yeah. and started smoking out the top of his head. yeah, um, I think, you know, uh, in listening to Babylon, Ralph Garman was supposed to have a line. But he ended up not having a line. They put a scar on his throat and he wound up just being a mute, which made him scary. And someone asked him on the podcast once. It's the Boba
0: Fett of Red State.
2: Yeah, for sure. And uh, <laughs> someone, someone wrote in an email one That's time funny. and asked him what his line was supposed to be that got cut. And it was like, you know, it was just some some gay bashing shit, and I figured we had that covered, so we could just skip it. Mm-hmm. But watching that scene, when he comes down and shoots him in the head, the other guy that's with him goes, burn in hell, faggot! Wow, and I think yeah. he was probably supposed to say that as he pulled the trigger. Well, the um, other
0: guy holding his head, I believe, was James Parks. Yeah,
2: right, they got the, okay. yeah.
0: the guy with the beard. Yeah. Who
2: was fucking terrifying. Mordecai. Oh, man. He was, oh, yeah, yeah, He yeah. was intimidating as hell. He did a yes, great job, Yes, he was. Too. Um... Not a lot of screen time, but he definitely no, to we mark him. Put it down, well
0: yeah. and so before we get to actually killing the guy, right. when when Michael Parks is talking about uh homosexuals and stuff, there's an indication that one of those guys was gay, right? I can't remember who it was, but either Mordecai or one of the others, like, he kinda mentions some sins mm-hmm. and like turning his back on him and it like zooms in on this guy and he like nods I his never. head a little bit like he was down low like maybe like Which wife's way? a beard and huh. he's only doing this because he's, he's really trying really hard to be Christian and yeah oh, I never
3: but, you know there, there are like
1: another couple too like, like a random couple right red, yeah glasses and, mm-hmm. yeah oh with that little wormy guy yeah exactly yeah yeah, so. yeah. There's that, that little stuff going on too. them no. no, pray the now, pray stra- now, stand the stranger straight, straight yeah, to yeah, hell. Yeah.
2: The, come on now, John. Yeah. So all, there's some
1: on. weird shit going on with this congregation, especially <coughs> the adults. You know that mm-hmm. didn't happen
2: at the church you went to. <laughs> uh,
1: not growing up. <laughs> <laughs> send the stranger straight straight to hell. deep south. <laughs> <laughs> they have snakes? Oh, they have them down there. Believe me, there's there's plenty of that.
0: Uh, uh, but the big thing is, dude gets killed, and they yeah. they basically they cut, cut him his, like, free. A door right into a trap door and lands right on the kids. Let's the other two. Th- oh, why, why,
2: why the fuck are they down there already? Why, is that where they just... They,
0: they just got split up. That's the holding place, I guess. Just
2: drop
0: a bio. It's like, alright, I mean, we got nowhere else to store you while we're doing this. So do you get the sense they do this all the time? Or you think I get the sense started? that they do this all the time, but I feel like yeah, this oh, might have they- been... You think I like feel like the sensitive? way that this one happened, the way it did, right. is because they went out of their depth and tried to get too many people at one time.
3: Yeah, so? I feel like most of the time that's they maybe did
0: control like control one or control. two people at most. Yeah,
1: didn't expect three three kids
2: come. Not
0: three kids and one yeah. other Whoever fucking four, four people. Had, yeah.
1: That's a lot of baggage. To I feel carry like on. that's
0: part of the reason this one went the way it did. Iran, uh, yeah. uh along with just bad luck with the deputy showing up to investigate. And yeah. a, a, a compound fracture. Oh, they are right, and a compound fracture was important.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. Isn't this the scene like right after they get the body gets dropped on top of them? When that's well, when they—they're uh,
0: about to string up. They're—they're they're about to do the same to Kyle, basically. Yeah, and the deputy shows up. Yeah, deputy starts to—it's uh, deputy Pete, right? He starts to
1: investigate the site's and You see what looks like the Volvo and the other car, which I, th- I thought was you know interesting. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, this might give credence to you know.
2: Oh, I didn't... While know. the other person's there as well. I saw the Volvo. I didn't notice if it was the other car. Or not. Yeah,
1: so... um But, yeah, Long Story Short, Cooper comes out, right? They because have a great little scene together,
0: yeah, and Cooper and is movies, charming as yeah, like, shit. Yeah, he he charms the pants off him. The yeah, problem is... talking about trips to Italy and shit. Yeah. It's gets a little home.
2: chauvinistic. He blames the car wreck on... No. My granddad told him... But even that teams, is right? more
0: just a play to the guy. Oh, it oh, is. Yeah, it really is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um The big part is, though, that this is not the kids' time... To get free, how do they get free? Do you guys remember? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking that facetiously. Ugh. Bone sticking out through the skin,
2: with the damn. Saran
0: wrap on. Yeah. How fucked up is that? Well, and here's another one for of those Kevin Smith. Yeah, movie. there's some
2: good lines, right? Here's another one of those scenes where the acting just these fucking kids—you just believe they're fucking terrified. They're all drooling and calling, screaming for mommy and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now they find this broken bone. It's like because they're wrapping cellophane. Exactly. And, I mean, you could rip through cellophane with broken bone, right?
1: Yeah, yeah do, easy. Do Jacket I Edges, yeah. That's all you need. Easy, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, Jacket edge Venusaur, Billy really. Ray, the little redneck kid, the big redneck kid, he's the one who's kind of like really
0: wimpy. He whines a lot. He's so a Billy Ray guy. is the worst. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck him. He has some funny lines, but he's... Oh, he has some funny lines, but, but yeah. he's the worst overall. He fucking He would not be out. the guy I would want in that situation oh, ever fuck with me. No.
2: I'd
1: rather be tied to the Well, game he, game so
2: he... So he does run out on
3: his
1: buddy...
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, he gets free. Billy Ray gets free and he
1: dips out on fucking, fucking
0: Travis. totally ditches him. And finds the armory, which is the yeah. next big twist. Turns so he's not these motherfuckers of the, are gun nuts. Yeah, they have a, a, they a are, cache of weapons.
2: It's like that scene in Terminator 2 when Sarah Connor takes him to the, the vault in Mexico. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like the scene in fucking Matrix. No, <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's fucking wild, right? Um, unfortunately for Billy, Caleb catches up. Yeah, so they, you know... They Which is also unfortunate well, is for Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because as, as Billy... Billy like, winds up getting like an assault rifle, right? Basically. Yeah, he He's like an he just, he just waiting at, you know, was against tense. the wall. That was a tense scene. That for the guy tense. for one of the guys or all the guys to come yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't know. He's just He's ready. nervous. He's, he's what a typical teenager would be. He's shaking, shaking be. breathing. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, unfortunately, Caleb comes in. He gets... Billy gets
0: shot right in the fucking forehead. Now, that is the one thing. If I ever get abducted, and I manage to get out thanks to a compound fracture, and I run into an armory, I'm pretty sure that thanks to my upbringing in Montana, there would be a lot of dead Five Point Church members.
1: You can pretty much
2: crawl your way out there.
1: (laughs) First thing is, I wouldn't be standing up in that room. No, not like that. No, 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 not, not waiting like he was waiting. But yeah, unfortunately for Billy, he got shot, but he took out Caleb in the process.
2: Oh, yeah, he got him. Oh, he, oh.
1: Right? Yeah, across yeah, the chest. Yeah. This disturbance is what caused the deputy who was leaving at the time to hear that dis- disruption.
0: Calls in the shots. Yeah. Oh,
2: but at this point, it's before he calls a shot in, he, uh, Parks looks at the, at the cop. And his camera sort of slowly zooms in on Parks's face, and he gives this knowing kind little of smile light, like, "Yeah, a little you gotta going now, motherfucker. Guess that's it. Game's over." Like I yeah, just said, it. and it's all in his face. And then exactly, Mordecai
0: comes out though, yeah. and is the one that wastes him with Yeah, shining. and this
1: is where where he there's a little. I think there's a little dialogue where Kevin Smith is using the fact that this is father and son in real life. Oh yeah, I, I got was, him pop. Yeah, something exactly. Like, which it, which is funny in a sense wow, because cool, they yeah. they use that has a, a term of endearment the, the congregation to Michael Parks's character him mm-hmm. Daddy and
0: right. well, yeah. you know Papa right. and stuff like well, that I, and well I mean the thing is he is for most of the well yeah, yeah, I'm sure. yeah, yeah I mean they're, they're
1: all related it's assumed for the connected. most part yeah, yeah. Um, well that's a part of the cult's mentality right yeah we should start a cult <laughs> we're a third of the way there
0: <laughs> more money as a leader more fun as a follower yeah yeah <laughs> 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 but but yeah, like I said, long story short,
1: that, that commotion gets Mordecai to come out, shoot he shoots deputy, right? The deputy's uh already already calling call in. Off. Yeah, he's calling in back to Stephen Root, the sheriff. Yeah, yeah. That you know, that gunshots have been fired. And
2: after this, uh, uh Stephen Root looks like he had drank a fifth of vodka. Oh my G-gun
0: gosh, God. Stephen he's is Rude, so he's, distraught, man. Yeah, he's, he's about to commit suicide he until he realizes that he can pass the buck. Yep. That's basically all it oh, is. Oh, yeah, he
2: sees that ATF notice He's on the wall. Yeah, he, he even
0: ATF has his,
1: his, his, what, his revolver out? Oh, he was pushing up to that. his forehead. He was He's looking got at a his of his picture his wife. Picture. Yeah.
2: Well, and I
0: mean, uh, Michael Parks gets yes. on, on the radio. Oh, yeah, that and was true. He blackmails him. He's like, we have call all this call him info. Off. We'll let the missus know. We'll you let the Keep paper your cock know. shut,
2: Mr. Mister Queer. Mm-hmm. And he was just, just shaming him. He was shaming
0: him,
1: yeah. But you're right. Um, Said he had
2: pictures, yeah. Like, yeah, he knows he'd been out All sorts of, yeah. yeah I, less than a mile from my property. From my, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So He didn't think we'd see you. Yeah. But
0: he notices he can pass the buck. Yes. ATF. He notices that,
1: uh, like, these wanted posters on the wall and whatnot, yeah, and he sees that, and he makes a phone call. And who does he make a phone call to, gentlemen? Well, he well, makes, he makes to a to the, phone call
0: to the FBI. Well, but... he makes a, yeah, and then they call their agent in the area. Yeah.
1: And it's Agent Keenan, John Goodman. John he, Goodman. He's dead asleep in
0: bed. It's like four-something-odd o'clock in the morning. And this is where the movie starts to change. Yes, it does. i right. say it takes from it, this it, point on, it's no longer a standard horror no, movie. There no, are, it diverges. I'd say for the next maybe 10, there are 15 some horrific minutes, scenes, horror elements. Right. Right. But it's not a traditional horror film. And this is where it starts to become really hard to gauge, because... Did you think at this point... FBI was going to get involved first time through?
3: No, at any point in this no, fucking I mean, movie? I did, I did no. not anticipate
1: that. Um, yeah, so they brought in the big guns. No puns intended,
0: but they brought a- in the big yeah, guns. Yeah, ATF, fucking FBI. Yeah.
2: But he apparently was a specialist because he gets woken up by his boss. Yes, and he just knows all this shit about the Five Point Church. He just like you know he rattles off all these facts without even without even. Well, it's, it, it really you know? is a
0: huge exposition scene. Well, and it's it's, it's where they and, yeah. and it's where they lay out some of the differences. Exactly. Like they talk about Westboro Baptists, and they're like they're sewers, not doers. Yeah, they're not
2: gun nuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. exactly.
0: These guys, though they they've had this history With and this history, and <laughs> this is when we started yeah. hearing about them because of this reason. And
2: but even though there's not a lot going on, he's just kind of. Explaining could, shit, that's great. It's yo, know, he he's fantastic. fantastic. I could like listen it. to him fucking talk all day. But it's kind of a sweet scene because like he's smoking a cigarette, and his wife's yeah, making him coffee, and you know she's there, no, she's it, picking off his plate and shit. And so it's you know, there, there's
1: a scene right before that, before they have that next morning. If oh. you love me, you'll make me coffee. Yeah, <laughs> you'll make me some coffee. <laughs> and she, she, I think I don't know if it was improv, but she has like a it seemed like a natural chuckle at that.
3: Mm-hmm. The yeah, right. remark. yeah, yeah. She
0: does a pillow at him, yeah, and then they have that that little morning sesh. Uh, uh he's kinda not he he's wanting to wait to move on um, that show, like the director. In the morning, hmm? like that. Don't they have like a real quick flash? Four
2: forty seven of- in the morning yeah, done 4. in the same uh, title cards as clerks. Yeah. And they would do the title cards. Yeah. yeah.
1: So there you go. I I noticed that.
0: He does have a, a, a kind of a heated interaction with his boss because yeah. he doesn't want to move on it yet, but the boss is obviously pulling rank and threatening some shit. Yeah, you're right. They
1: their sewers, not sewers. Um, here's something that I thought was pretty interesting because this is where Sarah, Melissa Leo, she finds out about her husband's death, mm. and you see what like the aftermath with, with Billy. But you also notice that during that whole sequence of events, Travis both. was also trying to get free, and he was running around the compound. Right. But he fakes his death.
2: He finds somewhere to hide.
1: Yeah, he lays on top of his fucking I didn't buddy. catch it the first time I saw the movie. I didn't like... either. Because I was wondering what happened to him during that whole yeah, exchange. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that sneaky little motherfucker. Yeah, that was clever. <laughs> that was cool. But yeah. can you
2: imagine? Fuck. And people oh my had to do gosh, it man.
1: Yeah. yeah, but you're right. Uh, i put down the Keenan we're talking about, John Goodman. He, he oh, starts yeah. to question the uh, the standoff or right? the check-in, the, uh-huh. the warrant and all this stuff. But as it happens, they wind up showing up. At the compounds,
2: which you don't know at first. None of you first. don't
1: find out they're there until. Until
0: yeah, you don't Jesus find out. You know Christ. that they're going there though. They can be there by first light. You know they're going. Yeah, you cut back really to inside cool the compound. Scene
1: oh
2: that god! Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! Tense man. Yeah. It's kind of. I got a little bit of. I love.
1: Um, I love those scenes because they build that anxiety and you feel tension and yeah. nervous for the person. I got a right. little bit of. Uh, what's his name? Was it? Michael An- Angarano Angarano yeah he plays so Travis so
0: kids. Travis he, he hid as being uh, he faked dead right. yeah on top getting out and of his bill. and she comes
2: up and kicks his dead friend while he's hiding yeah, there too. yeah exactly he grabs a gun he's rifles.
0: getting out of there sees the congregation uh, doing the funeral mm-hmm. runs through the middle of it because it's the only exit isn't
2: there and he sits there and waits he even has a bead he has a bead on uh, Cooper and doesn't mm-hmm. take it yeah. No, you're right. Because he you...
0: has the gun and
1: he's in there, and she's having that meltdown because of her husband.
2: Right. Ralph Garmin's sitting there dead on the ground.
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh, there's too, too many people in there, and there's too much action going on, right? So yeah, he's he, just, just, just he just bolts through the middle. fucking like... bolts, and then the guys get up because they notice that, hey, there's a kid still oh, on yeah. the loose. Yeah, and then it's like all oh, shit breaks loose. That's
0: how I figure.
2: <laughs> don't you think when you were running down that aisle, though, in that church, you would have turned around and anybody running after you? Oh, you, 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 you could have got. Easy. All of them, They're running yeah. down line at you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I, I think at almost any point he probably could have turned around. Yeah, that but you know, I think it also plays a little bit to the fact that as a teenager and they don't really think he's Fucking scared to shit. He, he just, just got abducted.
2: And... Well, maybe he just didn't want to kill anybody. Maybe well, that too, that's, you, you know, exactly. Yeah, that's the point.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. But he makes it. He makes it out of the house. Yeah, he does. He he eventually gets out of the house. And when he runs out. Toward the front there's like um what like a fountains and shit like yeah, that. Yeah Right. You hear a yeah, you hear a gunshot. Or like, you know, just a rifle shot or whatnot. Yeah. And he goes down, the kid goes down. It's fucking
2: right in the eye, right? Or the head like it's a, it a I, shot.
1: I can't remember exactly where he got shot. I think he got shot
0: in the chest. But he yes, lands maybe? oh
2: maybe. But he lands right in the fountain, and just splashes. Yeah, and, uh-huh. what the fuck And happened? then the camera does this like this crane shot pull out and you see beyond the fence just fucking feds bunch dude. of
0: agents. Yeah. Goodman's getting pissed It Ooh, was Root the fire fired? Of oh course Root fired He got scared And fucking pissed himself And the kid had a gun So and Goodman
2: just berates him In one of my favorite yes. scenes In the whole movie yes. Just his fucking Sticks his Who the fucking Sticking his fucking chest out And shit Steven Root eventually Falls over I believe Yeah It's a great bit of Physical comedy Did
1: you guys know that That was actually A real take he fell yeah I think I remember hearing something about yeah that. they said that. well at least Stephen Root said that he was like so transfixed by John Goodman's like <laughs> his, his acting that he like really got flustered when he was supposed to be running back to the car and he <laughs> had like he really fell That's and fantastic. they kept it yeah
0: so good and this is where you also get Kevin Pollock popping in and he's yes. great and he's kind of Goodman's lackey I guess yeah pretty much he's like a little sidekick right, right? assistant the assistant, assistant director or, or yeah, like yeah, there, yeah, whatever
1: he is but uh, they, the whole point is they're trying to get blueprints of the, the complex, right? But they don't get... And they're, like, from a 1920s or some shit.
2: Oh, yeah. they were, And they've been building onto the property for decades. Yeah, so they don't have, like, baited, have No idea, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, so where, this one piece of property is now some kind of shopping... Well, and they
2: built a big fucking wall, right? Like, they yeah. tore down all the barns and... Uh, to supposed to be, like stables they got and bombed and didn't then didn't they get attacked by some yeah they yeah, they, they do some exposition
0: about how like some somebody had set off a bomb near their yeah, property yeah that's a good point you're absolutely right Base. i mean really the the rest the rest like, of the movie moves really this really is, yeah, fast. yeah this is this is a where a lot of really stuff like happens it, in a very short here's, of time. here's a really cool little side basically budget. now though like shots have been fired um so things are about to go off yeah keenan gets on the bullhorn right Oh
1: yeah, tiny little bullhorn. John too. Goodman. Kind of Isn't the there a reason why they use that bullhorn? I think I remember reading like a little side note about that. I don't that. remember that one oh, for sure. Know. But yeah, anyhow they, they, they do I use that. I assume it's because he
2: probably wouldn't be able to they wouldn't be able to hear him if he didn't. I
1: can't remember there's a certain reason why they use that bullhorn. I, I have to go back on it. But anyhow, the whole point was is they have a search warrant, they are asking them to stand down and you won't be harmed. If you do this thing's right. that's what they're telling them. Right. The five points. Yeah, and then there's a long silence. I love it. And they just kinda of stand there
2: and they just kinda of fidget. Like I imagine Smith is like, just do something. And Pollock like kinda uh, pops uh, his neck and wait. one of them looks at their fingernails and kinda of flutters their eyes. And that's
1: yeah, that's when goodbye
0: Agent Brooks. He's Kevin in the middle Pollock. of saying something though. Yeah, I can't remember what he's saying. Hey, but yeah, he does hey. he has
1: a short little middle of a Pollock thing.
0: gets well, that's the thing, shots have been fired, so now yeah, you're right. Now the Cooper clan's okay with firing back too. Yes, they are, and
1: I think they get another call, right? Or at least they make a call back to the director. Oh, and um, they're, like they're they're having a this standoff. Goodman, and they, Goodman, they causes, talk about yeah. the media
0: presence. No media presence, right? And so they have to come up with a narrative. Uh, uh, it just, starts to become very clear what the directors. Yeah, ordering yes. him to do. And
2: at this point Goodman has a few-
0: And he does spell it out for you, but even before that, like his, his the type of objections he's making and stuff, valid. you're like you start realizing like, oh, the director is just telling him yeah. to fucking kill him Yeah. You know what it's yeah, to sort of I mean,
1: make me think of in that that certain instance when I upon first watch was like, oh man, this is kind of like what happened
0: with Waco? This is yeah, oh, yeah that's, that's exactly what yeah. he's referencing most of yeah. the time too. Is, that's what he like. We say. don't exactly have much of a like a good, good reputation on this kind of shit. Sir. well, Maybe that's what you are saying. That. I know he's alluding to yeah.
2: things. Yeah, I mean
1: that's yeah. immediately what I start to feel. Oh yeah, about. it's this Waco, just, like, Waco. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, but he has a piece of skull. And when uh, Pollock got shot, a piece of his skull got buried in Goodman's leg. And yeah, like, and so it's so like his knee and So he's limping around.
0: So I think at this <throat> point, let's let's kind of fast forward through this next part. I want people to watch this movie. They need to see this, and it gets really crazy. They end up. The long story short, I think of it is they end up moving on the compound, yeah. and they do kill a lot of people. Yeah. All your main yeah. characters uh, that you start part. with the movie with, like all the boys yeah. and oh, like Carrie yeah. Boucher and stuff, yeah, they, don't, they all end up dead. There. It's fucked. They up all they end killed. up getting killed by the government.
1: Yeah, because yeah. the whole point is is what we kind of find out is that the, this is the cub. This is the the story they're spinning is that they had weapons, they were attacking, they were violent. No survivors, no witnesses. That way, they can't go back and tell their version and say that, that the government the bad tape. guys. They fuck, yeah, they right. They they, go, the government doesn't want to be the bad guys in this this case.
0: But then we get the end, and I think the end is the most important thing to talk about on this yeah. podcast because wow. Wow. it's the thing that I think a lot of people don't realize. Yeah. Once you watch this movie, once you know what the ending is with yeah with, I mean, with I mean, Aben Cooper getting in Goodman's face, eventually getting getting arrested. The government kinda of coming clean with Goodman and giving him promotion for the way he handled it. Yeah. Even though it was a fucked up situation yeah, and there was yeah. no way he So could he's pretty win. much
1: recalling his story to like two different directors or so whatnot and they
0: they do they promote him. Yeah. And towards the end there's a he's portion where you start out. hearing yeah, trumpet blasts. Yeah, and which I Cooper, thought was fucking interesting. And Cooper starts relating Revelation and this yeah. and that and through the exposition that's going on on screen, plus the trumpets, plus just general knowledge, you probably get revelations. Is what I was starting. Thinking. You get like the, the apocalypse is about to happen, yeah. right? Yeah. With everything that's led up to this movie, you're like, oh, what?
1: I, you know, <laughs> the first time I watched it, I was thinking, are they going to start letting loose demons and shit now? You know, like are they going to be, you know, what exactly? Like, what's happening? What you know? I like, I know the, the, what the sound represents, right? I'm that familiar with it, but I wasn't sure what they're
0: going to do. Is, I so mean, are we going
2: to try? Are we so,
0: gonna- so the real ending, in case you haven't watched it and you're just following along, right. is they they get him as a terrorist. Locked away, he's getting raped in prison every day. Yeah, of irony, dramatic yeah. irony. Uh, yeah. Um, with a great little scene at the end where he's singing in a cell. Yeah, which is
1: just another mesmerizing,
0: mesmerizing yeah. as he's exactly. just pacing his cell, yeah, which singing I to,
3: to himself. To
1: mention, there were there were certain scenes where you get to see him singing, and he's a well-known singer, mm-hmm. piano player. Uh, he was playing that yeah. Piano, I believe, as well, there was yeah. even like a scene with uh, he and Melissa Leo where he's carrying
0: her off, and he's singing like a little hymn oh, to her. Oh yeah. Oh, that's oh, right. That was yeah. And then a shout from off-screen. Shut the fuck up. That is so funny. From Kevin Smith. From Kevin
2: Smith.
1: He closed the movie with that line.
2: And then it goes into some really cool, like, Hawaiian sort of... The end credit song is, like, really upbeat, I remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's,
0: it's quite a different direction, but... But the original ending. Yeah. Now, when Kev Smith, and he's talked about it multiple times on his podcast, um, originally wrote this script... This is a $4 million movie where if he did it the way it was originally written, the last 10 minutes would have been $4 million just by themselves. Wow. Right. Because yeah. it wasn't supposed to be some college kids playing a prank. Yeah. The way the movie originally ended is after that little expo- exposition mm-hmm. about Revelation and the apocalypse and this and that, before Michael Parks would have actually gotten up in John Goodman's face... Right. Like, to the point where he was uncomfortably close. Unnaturally Unnaturally
2: close. close. (laughs) That's the dude with the headbutt, sir.
0: (laughs) Uh, Instead, you would have seen a sword bust through Michael Park's chest. Camera pull out to see, presumably, what would have been the archangel Michael standing behind him, impaling him. Wow. Who would have then leaned in close and did the the finger and the shh.
2: Oh, from from the end of Dogma.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Shh, and then the camera pans out to more to show the sky with the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse starting to race across. Oh Oh, wow! See, that's kind of what I was anticipating, kind of hoping for, because I was like,
1: "Why else?" You you can also understand how that would cost more than the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but you're right, though. That's not the version we get. No. We get the watered down version of these Echo Kids or neighbors and uh I guess they had been like I don't know, they like were infringing on their property and they were taking offense. The Cooper clan that is was taking offense. Right. So those kids were pranking them as a way they were blasting those fucking those notes because I got from to pop the iPod the and yeah. a little siren. Yeah, yeah, the yeah old so siren. big as a mini Cooper. They were yeah, they were trying to get the hopes up and hopes that the uh that clan would find out that this is a false call and you know, how bullshit they were. But, yeah, that's what so led strongly.
0: to the whole end. But, yeah, it's so strange, the though, because the movie, movie starts yeah. very strongly as a horror movie yeah. and ends with this very, like, nebulous... Oh, uh, uh, the government's fucked up, guys, by the way. Yeah, it yeah, almost exactly. kind of
2: feels like... Uh, like, the ending makes me feel in my head the same way I feel when I watch Doctor Strange Love. Just that sort of, like, oh. Yeah. All right, I guess that's how the movie ends you I, know? F- I felt it's like weird.
1: it was uh, Kevin Smith's way of, of putting these, these social topics, you know, about some of the social injustice and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, these extremism and these, you know, these hate groups and whatnot. Yeah, and
2: not only that, but like the role of the feds and shit. Yeah, they're, exactly. They're...
1: Exactly. The spin that yeah. we get from the, our government and the media,
0: especially, yeah, because lot, it, that's that how it gets fairly...
1: played out. They have to spin this story so they don't become the bad guys. Right.
0: And, and for the record, with a uh, for a movie that has a character that's as bigoted as Aben Cooper, yeah. uh, Kevin Smith's brother is actually gay.
1: Oh, I didn't know
2: that. Oh, is a married for... Fucking ever and ever and ever. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, didn't I, Smith I, I officiate had, yeah.
0: their wedding? Uh, yeah. He well. Yeah. He officiated their wedding and yeah, stuff. It was down at the
1: Universalist Church? <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm
1: yeah.
0: And uh, <laughs> uh, and so that I mean that's partially where I mean some of this inspiration for standing up cool. to this sort of speech comes from. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Ma, I'm and just cool dealing like, with this linear, sort of yeah. thing, as well as just sort of being like, hey, like by the way. Just because he wrote a character that says these things doesn't mean this about them. Yeah, for
1: sure. (laughs) Of course not.
0: And I think that's some
1: people have to get over these these misconceptions that just because people act this out on film does not mean that they actually believe this stuff off camera. People get shit. It's crazy, isn't it? But that's why I'm glad we do these films because, I mean, you can get enthralled and, and just caught in the illusionary factor of filmmaking. You know? It's like, yeah, these people
0: don't. Really hold it. I mean, some people do, but not all people hold these views. Right, no. But I also very much would consider it to be his overall best movie. I would hundred percent yeah. through and through. It's it doesn't really look solid, like, a yeah. yeah. that like a Kevin Smith yeah, movie. There's parts that sound like a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, definitely. That's a
1: good point, though. If you were to just give a you know a copy of this film to, to a friend or whomever, not telling them who directed and just say, "Hey, watch this film." Oh, yeah. I never would have guessed. No, not no, a million no, 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 years. No. Oh, so that shows that he can handle. These type of, of projects,
0: <laughs> but of course, For a while. with that kind of cred, yeah, he uh, with that kind of really kind of horror cred, I, I feel like it's a very undersung movie, right? Oh yeah, uh, and, but I hope it attains the cult status it probably deserves. Yeah, and, and the nice
1: thing about some of these films too, and both of these films in general, is they're not very long. No, hour thirty. No, hour, they're, they're yeah. This one's hour thirty, hour 30 yeah. and Maybe hour twenty. And the thing jobs. is,
0: with this cred though, from Red State. Arguably his best movie since Chasing Amy. Arguably yeah, yeah. his best movie ever. He went on to do a very interesting movie. Yeah, yeah, the second movie around. we're going to talk about in a little bit is yeah. Tusk. Yeah. Uh, let's start in on that. I'm Let, ready. Let's get through this. Yeah. Because um, I'm ex- God. I'm, ex- I'm I love Red State I'm more excited for Tusk. Oh, really. I was excited from Tusk from the get-go. Uh, as you mentioned, you had downloaded Wallace and the Carpenter when it came out. Oh, yeah, and for listened sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, when Walrus and the Carpenter came out, although I had listened to literally hundreds of Smodcast episodes, I had fallen away from it for a bit.
2: Oh, I think I remember
3: that. Okay.
0: Just because, you know, life and shit gets in the way. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I have to all of I'm behind on my podcast listening schedule right now, as it is, but... Um, I would fallen away from it for a little bit, and I decided to come back. When I came back, the latest episode that was out was probably like 261 or something like that. Okay. We mentioned that Walrus and the Carpenter is 259. Right. Yeah.
3: So However,
0: when I was looking the through park. the episode titles, I was like, Walrus and the Carpenter. Well, they mentioned that in Dogma. I wonder if he has yeah. on.
3: Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So I click on it, and I start listening to it. Jesus. Oh, my... Fucking God, I was rolled, Dude, I listened to it this morning when I was walking back and forth from the gym. Mm -hmm. Like, I was, like, stopping and laughing in the middle of the fucking road. As fucked up as this movie gets, that... The original idea for it is hilarious. And it's so unique in that you can go and listen to the origin of a movie. Yeah, you don't really get to hear a movie
2: pitch, usually. You know, it's done behind closed doors. You you see the finished product, but to see something come to light like that is... Fuck, especially in like, a, like an hour span of time, you know, like an really episode awesome. of a TV, or episode of a show.
0: So literally the best synopsis for almost all of Tusk is a podcaster gets abducted and turned into a walrus while his friends look for him. Yeah. I think that covers the entire movie, right? Really? right? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah. well, What's more idea. interesting is the inception of it. Wow.
3: Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, man. And uh, the, the fact that it was born of the fans...
0: Completely born of the fans. Um, That's a good way of looking at that. Too. On a podcast episode, yeah. Kevin and his longtime producer, Scott Mosier, ran... Uh, Kev was sent this article that had appeared online, or like this posting, <laughs> yeah. uh, about this dude looking for... It was a, it was eventually later shown to be a hoax, if I remember right. Like yeah, some yeah, d- yeah, some yeah. dude wrote it. I think he's given, actually, partial writing credit yeah, on the Yeah, I, I, I did see that. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't like...
1: Just <clears throat> looking for places to stay, essentially, and then yeah, it was like um, a... the
0: dude had like an amazing estate, a
2: place, and he needed a lodger. Yeah, the yeah. was, like, was like, yeah, he lived was... in Brighton in England, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, next to Queen's Park yeah. in a very large house, and he was looking for a lodger mm-hmm. who would could live there rent free with run at the estate except for the lobby and the workshop... Uh, not the lobby, the study and the workshop mm-hmm. in his personal room, I something so, like that.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. um, as long as the lodger. <laughs> was willing to like, dress and act as a walrus for two hours each day right. up to two hours each day wouldn't necessarily not, not be for right. right i mean you you just have to be willing to fulfill that. Yeah. He might not necessarily call on you every day, mm-hmm. might not necessarily be for two hours every day, <laughs> right but you would have to be willing to accommodate that
1: that makes sense, yeah.
0: And you have to be
1: in the walrus character at all
0: times, yeah. right? Yeah, can't converse right. as a human.
3: Exactly.
0: And the whole point was, like, the dude was like, I, I spent three years okay. um, <laughs> away from humans on St. Lawrence Island. Yeah, I, and I was right?
2: <laughs> yeah, he'd never had a more... A, a, a more
0: fulfilling uh, friendship, friendship yeah. with yeah. a creature, wow. human or not. What was the what was his name? He named Uh it, like, Gregory. Gregory was the name. The yeah, that's right. right. Wow.
3: Yeah.
0: And so they riff on this article for the entire. They come. You can listen to Tusk happen, yeah. and it's basically the plot of Tusk with slight changes.
2: Yeah, he tweaks it here and there, and it becomes sort of a,
0: a love letter to his podcast. That's really. Funny, and that's man. actually the only thing I made notes on was references to his podcast. podcast. Yeah, I mean from the get go, the fact that it's the Nazi party. Yeah. The cast in general has... Maybe we
1: should explain how that's spelled.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: yes. yes. <laughs> that might be a good point. So, it, not C is not how It's you like might. John Cena. Yeah, it's... Yeah. You can't see me, right? Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. So, N O T E E C. do not S-E-E. See. Yeah.
2: You guys can't see my hand right now, but it's... It's not the funny hate
0: thing, right? Uh, Nazis are Moustache. a very much recurring theme in all yeah. of Kevin's You mean those uppity those German fellows? Yeah. No, exactly. I don't think... <laughs> Boy,
2: those sure were a nasty <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hitler Fuck those guys. <laughs> he sure was a nasty camper.
1: That's
0: funny, man. But uh yeah, so that's that's The name of that their podcast, right? Yeah, that's the name of the podcast of the guys in the movie, and it's basically reference to the fact that Nazis are a recurring theme, in especially in this but throughout all of his podcasts, right? Yeah,
2: get brought up a lot.
0: They get, well, I mean, it's really just a fascinating period of time, and there's a lot of stories that spawn from that. And when you hear you know, just like an article's worth of a story yeah. and get to talking about that, you can spin off all sorts of things, obviously. <laughs> Imagination runs wild. So there's a lot of Nazi talk on spotcast. Yeah. Um, I mean, then obviously, we, we mentioned we have epic meal mealtime. Yeah. He brings up red, white, but never blue, eh? I love that. Oh, yeah, that's a great there.
1: line. That's so funny. Should, should Maybe we should expound on that a little bit? He
0: Well, uh, he explains that Americans invented, what, unhappiness or sadness yeah. or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So it eludes to the flag. It's like it's
0: right there on the flag.
1: Yeah. If you look at the uh, Canadian flag, it's right red and white, and it ends right there, right right. You look into, like, the Canadian...
0: It's not red, white, and blue, like yeah. the American flag. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. red, white, but never blue, eh? <laughs> hey. Which is the name of the second Smodcast episode, and they actually riff on that for a bit. That's, that's where that whole joke hilarious. comes from. There's some, some interesting little dialogue, because it all starts with the fact that Justin Long
1: talks about not really being into hockey. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> yeah, you're Canada do's and Canada You don't go into Canada and talk about not
0: liking hockey. Yeah, so uh, they have funny. I thought it was
1: a great exchange.
0: How about I forgot? I forgot about this when we were rewatching it for the show. Justin Long's ringtone.
2: I yes, oh, lost you it. forgot about that. I That's forgot about favorite. it and
0: I lost it. I
1: laughed. Yeah, please explain that reference because I'm not really familiar with it. It
2: is the uh, theme oh, from a oh, segment. Uh, ooh, uh, ooh uh. A segment on Hollywood Babylon called Hollywood Helpers. Oh, okay. Hollywood Helpers. Excuse me. It was just a song someone sent in, a mix of Ralph Garman doing an Al Pacino impression. Okay, okay. And then they remixed it to say Hollywood Helpers, and it was just a lead into one of their segments on their show. Oh, oh, and so creepy. Kevin made it a fucking Ringtone. No, uh, she Yeah. Is there
1: something about margaritas and something like that?
2: Oh, margaritas. Well, there, <laughs> was, there was a pregnant lady in the audience, and Ralph was urging her to drink more
1: margaritas one night. <laughs>
0: I was wondering what that and yeah, that I became know, a recurring joke funny. as well. Okay. So eventually, yeah, yeah. That, that all got remixed into so, like yeah. a dance version that yeah. then made it into a got made into a ringtone. Yeah, so which got which into I the should movie. buy. And so this
1: this helps for our listeners who are not familiar with like so the the, pod, the Smodcast, right? Oh yeah, and these ringtones that we're speaking of because you'll hear it more than once. Yeah, no, so it it's to hard run, it, run, it's, run, it's run. hard to try to figure out what that reference means because it's not really. No, No, but it's it's, funny anyway, because all of a sudden you hear... just kind of goofy. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm like, who the fuck has
3: an Al Pacino? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: No, it was Ralph Garman as Al Pacino trying to get a pregnant woman to consume more margaritas. Or Frank? Frank.
0: Frank. Frank. (laughs) As Al Pacino. Um, Then, later on, when they're in the A to Z, we already mentioned Harley and Lily. A to (laughs) Z. I
1: like that's funny. Now,
0: there's another lady... In the convenience store with yes. them. That later on comes up in when they're talking about Justin Long, and he used her as uh, to write on. Yeah. As a oh, that's tablet. right. God, he's a dick. Uh, yeah. That was actually uh, Kevin Smith's assistant at the time. Okay. Um, I can't remember her name. I know she got we a small credit. Yeah. It's
1: like, mm, I don't remember, but... Something
0: that uh, nature. Michael Parks's place? Mm-hmm. Pippi Hill. I don't remember the exact uh story behind unfortunately i i didn't have time to look it up to be sure I, I it's some sort of in joke with like his family and like harley and stuff the original name was supposed to be chapel hill oh um, yeah and they shot it down in the chapel hill area you no know,
1: i did see where they shot it in charlotte and i was like oh that's fucking cool because that's not oh. too far from like so where i grew up okay charlotte's like maybe an hour and a half north Oh,
3: shit,
0: Kevin, that. if I remember right, if the st- if I remember the story correctly, didn't realize that Chapel Hill was a real place. He just thought it was a cool name.
2: No okay. kidding. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's and, ironic. And there
0: and there was some stuff going on at the time where he he ended up changing the name. Yeah, right? it was originally supposed to be Chapel Hill. Pippy Hill is some sort of like in joke with like yeah. Harley and Jen and stuff. Okay, so it's more like yeah,
1: family inside joke.
0: Howard Howe, yeah. mentions that when he was shipwrecked. This is great because this ties into a bunch of Kevin Smith movies. Oh. When he was shipwrecked, they were going after bigger Siberian Great White.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's like, oh, a shark? Oh. Yeah.
3: He's yeah, like, okay. like, like, yeah.
0: He's uh, said to be some 25 foot long with three tons on him, yeah. which is the exact description of Jaws. First Jaws. First Jaws. He got bigger after that. Yep. But the first Jaws. Yeah, more personal. Some 25 foot long with three tons on him. Wow. Well, that's the exact description. Almost. Uh and Jaws is a recurring theme in Kevin Smith's work. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned we're getting Moose Jaws to end off this trilogy, which is literally supposed to be Jaws with a Moose.
2: Right. And uh, also, Kevin Smith only measures distances in uh, Jaws's?
0: Yeah, Jaws's, because it's 25 feet. So, so it's oh, like wow. two Jaws <laughs> long. Like, I mean, it makes sense if you're doing it, you know, fractionally. <laughs> if
2: you're a stoner.
1: <laughs> well,
0: that's it, yeah. Quarters. Uh, also, you have things to like Mallrats. T.S. Quint. Okay, yeah. Well, Quint obviously is Jaws. T.S. is the shark.
2: Yeah. yeah I, never, I didn't know that. I knew about Brody. I really?
0: Brody, uh, Chief Brody. Yeah. Bruce is what they called the, the the animatronic shark. Brody Bruce. Oh, shit.
1: Yeah.
0: Damn. Uh, the scene in Chasing Amy where they're talking about how they got their scars oh, yeah. from eating pussy <laughs> yeah. is directly modeled off of their star scars from uh, catching sharks. Talk in Jaws And was originally Supposed to be in Mallrats. Rats Wow Huh oh, Yeah
2: yeah. Smith loves Jaws man He throws it in everywhere oh, I can see that no, I did not know that That's Yeah it's all cool. over the place
0: Let me see that...
2: So he goes up And let his uh, He went up to find a kid Who like cut his dick off with a sword or something? Like no, that? he like lopped
0: his leg off. Oh, oh the end. Kill Bill kid, which would have been yeah. what, like Star Wars kid reference, right? Something like that. I don't know. It would have had to have been, like the Star Wars kid with the lightsaber. Yeah, I've seen all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's other than like a, like a heavy set kid who's
1: in like the samurai sword and chopping like, oh, water bottles bottle. and watermelons oh, yeah. and shit. Well, and
0: that segment I think was made by a class at the Dave school.
1: Really? it's pretty neat. Cool. But yeah, we found out that wasn't like they they received that laptop somehow through a yard cell or some shit? And they found that video, and uh, they find oh, that yeah. he already lops his leg oh. off. So
2: he goes up to Canada to interview him Yeah, and it's
1: up in Winnipeg, right? Yeah, 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 it is in Winnipeg. Up in Winnipeg. Definitely in Winnipeg. Hey. So he goes up to Winnipeg, and we find out that the kid actually is fucking dead. Killed himself, right?
0: Yeah, so Wallace is up there on his, you know, his own, because it's part of the not-see, right? His partner doesn't see it. He does. He comes back and describes right, it. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's what we're... So he's, kinda...
1: he's stymied. He's fucked for a <laughs> show. Fucking kid... Ironically, the kid killed himself with the, the fucking sword, right? <laughs> it's kind of poetic, isn't it? Yeah, I think mean, so. Yeah, so yeah he's, he's
0: hard up. He still wants some... Yeah. He, some he, content, which... That's where... Like I said, he, We can all relate to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. He goes to... Uh, this is Justin Long's character, right? He goes to a bar, and he's bullshitting. Like, he, I think he calls up uh, Teddy, right? Mm-hmm. informs him of... What happened?
2: Who is fucking his girlfriend, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. yeah. We Basically. haven't really
1: got to that in kind the lot, but yeah, it's yeah. true.
0: Right. Like, this is the spoiler. It's yeah. Like,
1: so, but long, make a long story short, he goes in, in the uh, men's restroom, and that's where he finds that. It's like this big, it's like this giant, written story. out fucking. It's a nice flyer, fly yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's like, it's weird that they have a bulletin poster right above the pisser, like that, you know? I mean, it's I'd cool. It, I mean, I I mean I'd read it. it. But it's just like man, that thing was fucking massive, <laughs> you know. Uh, but you're right. But he finds he's intrigued out.
0: by the fact that Howard House got stories. Uh, actually,
1: yeah, let me say I had it down like exactly what the, the liner or the the title of that little headline was because it it did jump. It stood out. Let me see if I can, Yeah, it'll come. Uh, a
0: life of adventure with stories to tell. That's right. right. Oh yeah. Yep.
1: So and he uh, gives
0: almost the same backstory as the original letter that yeah, we talked about it,
1: exactly with like little variations. Right. Little with, variations. Little
0: uh, also in the original podcast, uh, Howard Howe's character was supposed to be British. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. uh, as well
0: as Mosher's character, who's the lodger, who's Justin Long.
1: Okay. Oh, right. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense, considering. It yeah. was all supposed
0: to be quasi-British, yeah. was the thing. And so they, the original, <laughs> the original episode is done mostly in, uh, I mean, fake, fake British. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke accents. <laughs> yeah, Dick Van Dyke accents. That's funny. But
2: his house is kind of decked out, like. Super nice. Right? So so think, yeah, he okay. goes
0: up there to get the story and that's yeah. when he gets Doesn't drugged and abducted. Oh my god damn, yeah. You get does. like the Hemingway story. Yeah, the
1: Hemingway story was really cool. Right? Oh, yeah. We find out like how uh, Howard... And there's, like, a certain phrase that he used, right? Oh,
0: yeah, it was, uh, do, do always do sober yeah. like you do drunk, it'll keep you from running your mouth, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah that'll that. teach you to keep your mouth shut, or mm-hmm. something of that nature, right? Which I, did, I said, really that's what he said to me. really tried I hard to follow. Oh, yeah, drink. the guy's like, oh, yeah, that's, uh, Hemingway, right? And he's like, yeah, Hemingway said it so, to me. So
1: what I, what I was starting to gather from this, oh, yeah. from these <laughs> moments, was that he was using, like, these, these, these either authors, or these Poets like he was using these these lines and stories to kind of build a story for his own character. I felt like uh, this was a tale that he was already bullshitting. Oh, the kid. Yeah. oh,
0: yeah. You think so? You know what I mean?
1: Although it's not bullshit that Hemingway was at D Day. No, no, no. I'm just saying that right. that he knew him and that yeah,
3: well, you know sure. he's
0: he's quoting Hemingway and
3: well, blah, I, don't, blah, I don't believe blah.
2: anything old people tell me anyway. So,
0: but I think I think that's also comes from a different. One of the Smodcasts where they were talking about World War Two and the fact that they found out that Hemingway was at D Day and was labeled as valuable cargo and wasn't allowed to land on the beaches and was st- kept out on a boat.
3: Really? Yeah. Do you guys? What know any there,
1: there was a quick scene where Justin Long, when he first gets there, he's got that chug a lug,
3: right? Oh, he's the chug a lug. Yeah,
1: a <laughs> yeah, lug. And he goes to you know to take a, a pisser, and there's a that doll that's on on the. Uh...
0: No, but being a fan of Sons of Anarchy it reminded me of Tig. But yeah, you know, because he... he
1: was, I mean, I know it's kind of like a little comedic scene, but I don't know if there was, like, a reference to that, why they use I, that no, scene. No, I didn't ring a bell, I can't Okay, it. I was just kind of curious, because like, that was... Not that I can think of, It was yeah. a quick, just a quick scene, but I didn't know if there was a reference to it, because it, it happened a little, you know, a little longer than it should have, that scene. But anyhow, yeah, yeah, he comes like back out, and then he has that Hemingway interaction. Mm-hmm. He shows him the bottle, because he talks about, you know, these are, like, talisman, they're relics... You know, but once you, Yeah, they're, they're it's nothing,
0: but once you attach a story, yeah, then it's a yeah, portal right. to another time. Yeah. Justin Long passes out, though, because he's already yeah, drugged yeah, him through the like, tea. Yeah, he
1: was, really getting to that tea. <laughs> he, find, <laughs> he fucking loved it, though. He, so find, he
0: finds the,
1: the, the walrus oosic.
0: bone the oosic. before oosic. all that
1: happens, right? That kind of leads up to
0: it. That's <sighs> when you first start getting the fact that the dude's weird in the walruses. really yeah, weird. Yeah. He gives him that story about what... He has it in his
1: hand.
3: Oh Just
2: yeah, the the, oh, yeah, the wank. Yeah, the yeah, curiosity yeah. The, of a cat. The baculum.
0: Yeah, yeah. So most mammals, when they get boners, there's literally a bone.
3: And that's humans what he said, don't have talking
1: it. About going on that great white whale, or the you know the mm-hmm. white shark.
0: Yeah, which yeah, yep. some twenty five foot.
1: <laughs> yeah, they had the sunken bone, a lunacy, mister. Now I couldn't.
0: <laughs> I, I tried to look it up real quick, and I didn't get it. Do you happen to remember? Because he tells that story in Jaws about, like, the sharks eating all the crew of, like, the...
2: On the Indianapolis.
0: Damn it. I was hoping it was Anastasia, but... No, it was Indianapolis. Okay.
2: Okay. But uh, Wallace is being a dick, too. Like, I know he's getting kind of loopy from his drug, but he's just being off-putting and obnoxious and telling fucking shitty jokes, and you can tell this guy's just kind of like, ugh... Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to
0: enjoy turning yeah, you like into a, a like, walrus. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're right. He makes like little crude, almost like his, like what he does for his podcast. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? He even, even tells him why he's there because I, I guess at the beginning Howard thinks that he's there for the lodging. And he's like, no, I'm here for the right. stories. And yeah, he tells him yeah. how, why he's there. Mm-hmm. And so you already, I mean, I think that gives, you know, his character, like, okay, well, this man. is what this kid's about. Fuck this kid. Can't <laughs> wait to
0: fuck him up. Yeah. Uh,. It's after all that though and he finally passes out yeah, that you get yeah, like yeah. the big is I don't know um, if that's the you don't get the killer you don't get the monologue where you actually find out where the where his gal's cheating on him yet, but you no, get the cut yet. you get some of the first cutbacks and that's the next big reference, is you finally do get to start to see her apartment and stuff. When you take a look at her apartment, there's there's only one piece of art that's up on the walls. And it's a bunch of pictures of a Oh, is it Shecky? It's Huh. <laughs> Shecky is Kevin Smith's dog, oh. who famously interrupts most of his podcasts with a bark in the background.
2: And then he screams and yells at them and says, Shecky, stop, so-and-so and I are talking about blank.
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: that's funny. It's
2: an ongoing joke in Spock. But cast. yeah,
1: like that, there's a quick scene of that girl likes at Genesis Alley. And uh, Wallace, where she's like basically saying she misses the old Wallace, right? Oh, right. Oh, that's yeah. where
0: she cuts off, giving him head and stuff. Yeah, and, and that's. And
1: he says like, "Well, the old Wallace didn't have a, a pot to piss in basically or a window to throw it out of." It's
0: oh, basically yeah. a scene showing off how big of a dick he's. Yeah, like camping. I
1: guess the, like his change in personality and why she misses because he says he's a big softy. He's a to cry to Winnie the Pooh and stuff mm-hmm. like
2: that. Yeah, so <laughs> which is all
0: references to Kev. I'm sure. Who yeah. else would cry? Who who, who who gets baked way? in stones? Like, who gets baked and cries for <clears> approval? <throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's fucking Kev <laughs> <Christopher> <laughs> That's funny,
1: but yeah, I mean, they, but he eventually he like he leads. He back does make him. a mention.
0: He's like, "Oh, I, guess who has AMC showing up?" Yeah. Well, oh, which AMC airs Comic Book men yeah. based off of the Tell him Steve Dave podcast, set in Kevin Smith's comic book shop, the cool. Secret Stash. With two of his best friends, Wallace again, and Brian Johnson,
2: and they also filmed an unearned unear pilot for a live action Hollywood Babylon show that never, oh. I think, sort of turned into geeking out or whatever they do now.
0: Well, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but he definitely at this point has a running history with AMC. Yeah, and this was done back when that first started. Okay, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I like how
1: uh, that scene with with uh, Ali and and Wallace where. She starts to go back to what she was giving him fellatio. And he's leaning back. And then when he comes out of that,
0: he's in the wheelchair. Oh, yeah. No, this was the... (laughs) Goddamn. (laughs) For Red State, we had, like, things that shocked you first time through. This one was the one that shocked me the first time through because I didn't realize it the first time through. Third time through is, I think, when I caught it. Okay, okay. The entire time, Howard Howe, Michael Parks, is, like, Polishing a fucking tusk.
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Oh. Later
0: on, when you see how he makes the tusk, it makes the entire scene make sense, and how he's making fun of him the entire time because the diagrams that are shown later on show that the tusks are made from the lower bones of oh, a Jesus. leg. Yeah. Okay.
2: Like the fibula. I, uh, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So
1: he's just kind of falling it down and shit, right? So his own. Father. Justin Long comes oh. to well, missing the, the bottom part sense. of his leg. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. that makes sense later on too. Now that I think about it. Oh, the other leg that's on ice. No, or where they talk about the whole okay. reason why there's holes in the mouths. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh okay, what they yeah, find yeah. in those holes when he finds the hole. Yeah. now that, that makes even more sense. Okay. Okay. While so they he find a specific bone.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. They
0: he fashions the tusks wow, from their leg me. bones. Nice. And so that entire conversation that they're having.
1: Yeah, that's way more. He's fucked
0: up. polishing his leg bone. Fuck!
1: I up. did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> so so, <laughs> so uh-huh. watch it too. Well, no, I like that though. I mean, that's like
0: I said, it wasn't the first time yeah. through, but like realizing it later on, I was like, oh, that is so fucked up. Like, like, no
1: shit, right? <laughs>
0: Oh my god! Wow, tells them a complete bullshit story about a hobo spider. Yeah, once again reference to a smodcast where they I was, I was found out about they, hobo spiders okay. and
1: because we use that up here we have
3: hobo spiders. Oh yeah, oh, we, have we have 14, Oh my
1: god, uh, we don't call those hobo spiders back in the southeast. We do recall them brown recluse, but not hobo spiders. Well, and that's the
0: thing, the uh, hobo spiders are a member of the recluse family, but right. you would never call a brown recluse a hobo. And yeah, that's them, that was something that was fucked up because they don't always get things accurate on their podcast. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. They they just ship it across without fact checking gotcha. To make the reference. Okay. Although hobo spiders like we have around here Man. are a member of the recluse family, uh, recluses are like like for the most part like trapdoor spiders Man. and like like they form webs. Our hobos are the wolf spider member mm. Of the recluse family um, The the venom is very similar but
2: I hate those little fuckers They have those spiky little legs yeah. And they're so aggressive you
0: know
3: shit the they the
1: you. You really shit So he didn't get bit by a spider No, no that's what we find out But he gives him that bullshit spider like story that And talking
3: about the,
0: the doctor Dr. Mousier yeah. Mosier yeah. Uh, Taking the phones phone. <laughs> Oh yeah He's like, wait, that's that's insane. Well, well, maybe, but he did it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the shit? But yeah,
1: he keeps feeding them this bullshit story about the doctor living like x amount of miles away too, right? Oh yeah. They can't just take a leisurely
0: drive. And to we him. sup at six sharp. Yeah, and he just leaves him, and, and he's like, after he, he's reveals. like trying to keep from like cracking well, up laughing while well. he his said point, he can't fill his legs.
2: It kind of rings of uh, Stephen King's Misery a little bit. Right? Yes, right? it does, a little stuff. bit. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Holy fuck! Yeah. But yeah. Or Justin, <laughs> right? That reveal
2: too somebody when he like pulls his legs gone. You're just like, oh shit! Like, yeah, yeah.
0: it's some good effects, dude. Kurtzman kills. Oh in this yeah, movie. for sure.
1: Yeah, they have a um, a dinner right. This when they
0: have the dinner scene, which is funny. I didn't notice until we were taking notes just today. He, I mean, he talks a lot during that dinner scene. Yes, it is. does. One of the things that Michael Park says towards the end of that dinner scene, when he's finally like, "This is what's happening." Like when yeah. he breaks down, he's like. Let's dispense with the Chuffa. Bruce Willis. Right, okay. When Kev worked with Bruce on Cop Out, it's when okay. the first time he ever heard that phrase. Because uh, Bruce uh, apparently takes uh, extreme... Uh, <laughs> uh, this is when he worked with him on Die Hard. Okay, okay. And he takes extreme uh, control of different scripts and situations he's in. And he would... He walks into scenes, he has not worked with him on cop-out, uh, and would do the same thing to the script. And he'd walk in, and he would basically just refuse to do entire pages of the script. And he'd be like, this is Chuffa, this is nothing. Like, this, all this is his filler, and he'd just rip it out. Wow. And it. What a dick. <laughs> Damn. I noticed that. I was like, oh, he's making the villain... Say that this is all chump <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that's interesting when you when you realize that. Yeah, because yeah, uh, Kev God, very God. famously did not have a good time working with Bruce. No, uh, he, he loves the man. It, but so, it
2: sounds like they've they've mended uh, up though. Have yeah.
0: Have you listened to Babylon recently? Not re- no, No. 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 Ah, weird story. Anyway. We could. Okay, I'm gonna have to get caught up no. because I, I've fallen behind a little bit recently. But yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, but there was uh, a few years though where. He, he, he kind of just tried to avoid saying Bruce's name for a bit, it seemed like. like Look, I, I love the guy, but you know, you, it was his point. It was like, I, we did not have a good time. It's funny, because I think, didn't Justin
1: Long work with Bruce Willis as well?
0: In Die Hard. In Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: what yeah. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But, yeah, I guess during that whole scene, uh, Justin makes, or you know Wallace makes uh, reference to the fact that he he doesn't feel drug, per se, but just kind of, like, numb. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, that's the morphine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he talks about the melancholy of, of finding out, like, once you lose a limb. I think that's what Howard tries to explain. And then he,
0: he starts, he starts kind of like, I don't know, he starts to mock Wallace. Dude, he starts to mock him, but he also just cracks out. Yeah, well, the, this he is, he is where you start cracks. to find out that he can actually fucking walk. Too. Oh
2: yeah, he's in a wheelchair at this point
0: that's Yeah, like because yeah, he Justin's gets pissed, pissed enough, enough that he gets up and walks over and Yeah, Justin's
1: screaming and, you know, for help And he does, he slaps him and Oh, he starts screaming back, back at
2: him, right? Oh, that's terrifying when he, he starts, fighting. he's like, well, yeah.
1: it was an bit spider And he starts doing that shit Oh yeah, he just fucking And then that's shit. when they have that little mock screaming back and forth Yeah, that was, oh, that's getting the shit on. me that yeah, is, That's, that's, that's some fucking
2: sinister
0: shit That's really spooky Yeah, that really is that, that scene really sells like the horror movie aspect yeah. of this too. I mean, it's just like uh-huh.
1: But just I think the fact there there was a, a tale sign for me too, like right before that. I mean of course we we've seen it, we've all seen him more than once, but I was thinking there was a scene where um uh Michael Parks has his leg crossed in the wheelchair, like he's telling a story with his legs crossed. I was like, what what guy with you know, who's doesn't have, you know he's crippled? Right.
0: And so fucking has so his so. legs <laughs> crossed. Telling you a story. <laughs> you could, you
1: could, I mean, I, I know, but i was just thinking. It's like that's mm, that's
0: well. And he ends the scene with one of the the best, re- most ridiculous lines from this entire movie. It's like, "So you really ask, is man indeed a walrus at heart?" <laughs> yeah, I did write that down. You
2: know, I think the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> alive, you know? Yeah, we, so we find out it? that he's been
1: constructing this fucking walrus suit and that Wal- wallace must be a walrus and that's when he tells him that
0: oh, Pretty walrus. i want to suck off michael parks all day in both of these movies but it's after this scene shortly after this scene i can't remember where exactly right. that as far as acting performances in this movie goes yeah there's
3: two well, actors well, that now. stand
0: out but one scene in particular from neither of those actors that stand out genesis rodriguez when she gives her monologue about yeah. how she's been feeling about, and her yeah, relationship was. with, with uh, Justin Long yeah. and oh, yeah. how really Teddy. Teddy's the only one who's there for her and he, yeah. she doesn't know how to live without him, astounding. Yeah. Fucking her just right down the barrel I mean, of the fucking she, camera. That, her yeah. performance,
2: and she, she killed kinda it. She kind of just lost
1: too, doesn't she? Yeah. yeah, I would like to say, I understand it, uh, the effect she was getting, because I mean, she did a job. But I was like, man, she is selling that scene hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also a deep cut reference in that scene. At the very end, she yeah. tells him to go brush his teeth and come back to bed. Yeah. Is that Kevin Jen? Kevin Jen. Jen won't fuck Kevin unless he brushes teeth. <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> it's like their foreplay. He's mentioned it a few different times in different things. Like I did catch
1: that where she says that to Teddy. That's fine. But I did. You know, I was thinking, well. Does that mean they're gonna have sex? Yep. Okay. That is exactly one hundred percent what it means. Makes sense and then there's go like, brush your teeth. <laughs> uh isn't there like another like a quick scene where it goes back to the like Teddy and Wallace in the studio, right? And they're talking about the fact that he's going to Canada. Oh, and he and goes and gets, he cheats on her all the yeah, time. Yeah, because it's like he dick. doesn't get
0: art. Yeah, and so Teddy has to take her to the Getty. Oh. <laughs> oh right. And they're talking about yeah, uh Allie and Teddy at the Getty. Yeah. How cute is that? Because right, he yeah. says
2: he says He's joking
0: it, about it on the show, not realizing uh, that they're actually yeah. like hooking up. Yeah, and kind of that like, is, Scotty doesn't
3: know kind of things. Yeah, because sure.
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's he talks about Roadhead and Fangirls, Girls, right? And then he's gotta break one off. He uh, says yeah, he says he's gotta get the white owl and sleep like a baby. Oh,
0: <laughs> and dear. you get a lot more After that, though, is where you get him getting turned into a walrus. Yeah, well, he... he there's a cutback, oh. and he finds his fucking phone, and... Oh, and he's calling them. And yeah. Leave that, oh, and he leaves
1: voicemail. Yeah, because is really an right. alley she calls him, and then he misses... He just so happens to miss the call, and But he it helps back. him
0: find the phone, so that yeah. he's called back.
1: And then he leaves her a message, and he calls Teddy and leaves him and a message. And Teddy ignores
0: Teddy. it. He sees the phone's going off, but he's yep. brushing his teeth, and he's like, I'm about to go fucking break and it off some... in your girlfriend, hey. because you're a dickwad. That's right, yeah. <laughs>
2: well, in the voicemail, I mean, we get my favorite line from the trailer, the one that hooked me on. Oh, and it hooked me as, as well. It should have been the tagline
0: on the, on the poster. It really should have been the tag. I don't want to die in kids. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. The whole movie was just for that movie. And then uh, he clarifies, I don't want to
2: die at all, but... <laughs> yeah, but...
1: Yeah, exactly. But the whole point is, is he, he's informing them of his whereabouts. this am like, like two hours outside Winnipeg. Uh, yeah, and like, you know, this fucking guy's crazy. He wants to turn you into a walrus. And...
0: Okay, so this is weird. You guys would have just been listening to us talk... We are experiencing more troubles in studio today than we have ever during any of these episodes. It's
1: because these boys are on
2: play. I think I'm cursed.
0: You were on here originally for Evil Dead, and I think you brought the evil with you. I think so. Uh, But either way, because of that, uh, we are going to try to sort of versus Evil (laughs) Dead. excuse me for the fact that we used to do one called uh, Smoke in the Breeze but we're going to just try to breeze on yeah. through <laughs> the rest of this movie yeah. pretty quickly just because we're having these troubles um, the big thing I want to mention because of where we recovered I'm not sure if we mentioned it or not yet but during this scene we get like of him calling up and right. leaving the message yeah. we get like the best line from the trailer the uh, I don't want to die in Canada <laughs> <laughs> it makes
2: me laugh every time
0: uh, and he says it was so And ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if we already said that too, and yeah, but, uh, we just forgot whether point, we did yeah. it or not. But Want to
1: reference again, you're the editor.
0: I know. I can edit it, but <laughs> it makes it easier if I just say that this yeah. is what we're going to do. Because <laughs> then I can just leave it in and just leave it in the fact yeah, that I said so, it. <laughs> I guess.
1: Th- I guess moving forward from that part, so, right now she uh... he gets clubbed. And he gets fucking knocked out.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, because
1: that's where Howard... He, like, eventually sneaks in the room when he's making the phone call and knocks him out. And then that's when you you know for certain that... It's, he's
0: not he's coming back yeah, from this. Yeah. No. Um, and every scene, including Justin Long from this point on, really shows oh. off uh, Kurtzman's skill. Yes. Because the next absolutely. scene is... Uh, you get a lot of backstory on how, and it's actually a really... Uh, tragic tale in canadian government history about being a duplessis orphan and stuff and
1: oh yeah
0: uh and sort oh, yeah. of his childhood and That's being right. molested and, and yeah, stuff it was mostly
1: about like the catholic church and like,
3: the it was this
0: weird scheme where yeah. uh in order to save money the government was able to reclassify orphanages as like mental health facilities oh, yeah and so basically all the orphans and everybody in mental care were all put in the same facilities for years and years so. yeah just sort of so forgotten about through
1: the gamut. Yeah, he he eventually talks about which the I thing believe thing.
0: is something that actually happened. Oh, I, I can believe I, I'm, it. I I'm pretty positive. Um,
1: but yeah, he talks about the fact that at what like age 16 he escapes, and I think that's where. He
3: but over, the like, big thing is that him. the
0: entire time he's telling the story is he's turning Justin Long into a fucking walrus. On the very end really of that nice. scene, you get a pull out and you see like. His arms fucking yeah. stitched to his side. and
2: Which they mention, and they go through detailing in that episode. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, yeah.
0: But then at, at that point, you also... The next scene after that is you get the reveal of the walrus, right? Yeah. Well,
2: Basically, you maybe, go right? into the
0: enclosure first, but... When did they get the, the voicemail? Oh, it would have been the next morning. So it's probably them deciding to head off to... Say, Save him first. Right. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like the following morning, they're like, "Oh shit, he's in trouble." Yeah, that's when they make the the discovery. Yeah, they go to uh, they then they go to Garmin with the information, or yeah, they, they make phone calls. Yeah. They, they, so they don't go they, there. You so see, they, they have a drive around, right?
0: Well, not ju- you don't you don't just have the 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 driving around looking right. for information on him first. You do have. The walrus first,
3: yeah. You, before you actually, you,
0: yeah. you get Garmin because first off, and I think this is something that outside yeah. of this movie, outside of this podcast, we've all commented on at different times. Yeah. The reveal of the walrus in this movie is weird, yeah. Because he kind of just does it all, just right. Like yeah, hey, bam, he You is. get a couple very slow pans over portions of it. Yeah, no, you're right. But you're it's very position. little compared to most other movies. Yeah. Like most other movies with a creature, you get like this really slow dramatic reveal, some music
2: cues, and some spooky, maybe some theremin music or some shit. You know,
0: this one you get like two very like slow pans over like really close in on a couple pieces of the hide. Right, but then. Mm-hmm.
2: Then it's just facing all, just blam everything, yeah, bam, yeah. In and just good,
0: stark light. It's a good like.
2: long shot too. Like it's a big
1: steaming pile of walrus, man. Right, and race.
0: it is fucked up.
2: It really, yeah, is.
1: it is. It's shocking, man.
0: Um, so when we were listening, essentially, to this movie get made over the course of these podcasts, did you guess that it was going to be built out of human skin, fucking stitched together?
2: <laughs> no, I thought it was going to be more walrusy. You know, yeah, I yeah, thought, yeah. I didn't.
0: A buffalo boat, okay.
2: Yeah, I didn't expect to go all the Silence of the Lambs. No, I didn't no,
0: it got fucked go. up. Uh, I'm glad they did. Yeah, me too. The big thing, the big reference in that scene, he mentions uh, where they were uh, when he was shipwrecked.
1: Yeah, it doesn't call it um,
0: Ponder Rock.
1: Yeah, Ponder Rock. Yep. Oh, Ponder Rock.
0: Ponder Rock is some of the most amazing episodes of Smodcast I've ever listened to with a young teenage Kevin Smith going to, what, like a rock outside town that he used to just sit on and yeah. be emo on in high school? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, the
2: funny thing was, nobody nobody else ever called it Ponder Rock as far as he knew. He just called it that because he would go there to ponder. To
0: ponder, it makes sense. But he made some recordings while he was there oh, that he played back on the show. Which like, I never
2: would have had the balls to do. With your thir- 13-year-old self, like, talking wow. shit, all angsty, and, oh, God, it's... 13 crazy. to 16-year-old self, like... Cringe. Oh, it's awful. <sighs> Yeah,
1: yeah he he was was entertaining, entertaining, very, entertaining as shit. Well, yeah, I mean, I've heard recordings of myself at the various ages and he's like,
3: Ugh.
2: "Yeah, he'd off, off to ponder rock, and there's no fucking ponder rock." Yeah,
1: there's no fucking. He just named it like yeah.
0: it. Yeah, so that's that's where ponder that's rock comes from. Me, yeah, uh, and then you get the Frank Garman scene, which we yeah. mentioned. Uh, the big <laughs> there's a, there's even a bigger reference though, other than it simply being Ralph of HBO being called Frank Garman, mm-hmm. which is hilarious, but. Yeah. <laughs> He has a very particular line in the movie. It's the the BM and the PM's coffee.
2: Oh, that's the real BM and the PM's coffee, eh? Yeah, yeah.
0: That line was actually voted on. They do Hollywood Babylon live, okay. and so in front of their audience, Kev threw like how many lines at him? Like, I can
2: only remember three or four, but it was something. It was, wasn't many. many yeah.
0: And you know, the audience voted on him. By that my wasn't list. my favorite. That's not what I wanted.
2: No, right?
0: me either. Uh, So you remember him better than me. I don't, I don't think we remember all. Of, I don't think I.
2: Well, one of them, <clears throat> one of them was, um, oh, that's the real noose on the moose, eh? Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, well, the one that we both liked, though, was... Um,
2: oh, that's a real goose fucker, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been... I wouldn't know, that
0: one. But we got a real BM in the PM's coffee, eh? Okay. And that was voted on by a live audience, and oh. we got to sort of hear that portion of the movie early, basically. Yeah, and, yeah.
1: yeah, it was weird. That's really cool. Oh, this is where uh, Garmin doesn't even mention the fact that there was a detective looking for a serial killer in Canada. Those right, yeah. The serial killers we have those dope heads down at the A to Z. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: Cleaned out of the serial section at the A to Z.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but yeah, he
1: makes mention, and I guess that's where Ali and Teddy kind of get keen on the fact that there was a guy actually looking for a serial killer, right? Right,
0: yeah. And this is the big reveal of the movie. This is the yeah. one part we could not skip. We're so sorry that it took us this long to get to it. But
1: uh, Huge reveal here. Spoiler.
0: One million more people would watch this movie if they knew oh, this. Oh, absolutely. Hands down. Johnny Depp's in this movie.
1: Yes, he is. Uh, playing probably the greatest
2: role he's ever fucking played. Ever. Arguably his greatest role, yeah. Uh,
0: when you look in the movie credits, it's Guy LaPointe as Guy LaPointe. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Depp is Guy Laporte. Oh, no doubt. No. Johnny a, Depp is... Yeah. Guy Laporte. Yeah. Guy Laporte. Yeah,
2: and vice versa. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. that movie Secret Window he did, you
0: know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all the way. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it's it's a fucking great. fantastic. Just
2: this, just this oddball uh, French-Canadian...
1: Yeah, he's kind of like... He almost mumbles a lot,
0: like stories and
2: whatnot, but yeah. they're,
0: they're very detailed.
2: And yeah, he uses line delivery. It, he just, and he talks
0: about having... What well, he thinks he thinks he ran into the killer once, and you get yeah. an awesome scene of him Love playing it. against Michael Parks.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. and Michael Parks is pretending to be some sort of like yeah, like so people, he's playing like, like a some dual kind of character, character at this point, yeah, a mental defective to shake him off. Yeah, he well yeah, yeah but
1: it, he also makes mention of the fact that those brown recluse hobo spiders again. Oh yeah, uh, the
2: spider and he kills matter
1: for me. I like yeah. he talks about the and
0: shitter. he lives the Mousier, Mousier his yeah. last name in it. You can tell yeah. that he he Bile borrows all these big. different. He just reuses these different segments of yeah, things in all of his right. different stories. I guess the whole
1: point was he, he was looking for a hockey player, like a local kid, and uh, uh, yeah, he, he right. went missing. And he was looking for residents, and there just so happened to be like a flyer or something alluding to you know to, to the residency. Like, oh, I don't, I don't know anything about that. Blah blah blah. He just thinks that they're getting called out there to deal with the fact of uh, the brown recluse. It's funny because he's like, ah, uh, well. No, the government doesn't permit me to shoot at an insect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it's, that's a funny
2: line. I'm just a homicide detective. I...
0: The, the comedy of that scene almost ruins the horror of the rest of the movie.
1: He, he does make a fact. Uh, he mentions that Gregory Gumtree in the letter. That's oh, he, that's, that's right. knows about the kid. Yeah, Gregory like, oh, Gumtree.
3: yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I wrote that
1: down. And that's when he asked about the Poutini Weenies.
0: The Poutini. Oh.
3: <laughs> and I would bet there was
0: no Poutini Weenie. <laughs> Gives me the worst shit. <laughs> oh my God, um, Johnny! Oh my God, he's pretty much in the rest of this movie too. From this, this point where, on,
1: this is where Jenna shows up too. Like because Jen is in diner,
0: in the diner and she's serving all this food to fucking
1: uh, the Gilipont. He's just, she's just serving him sliders and he makes mention that the only downfall of the Quickback people is they don't have sliders from Gimli's. Or doesn't he
2: just yeah. squish <laughs> it? Yeah, <laughs> he just smash it as fast as he can? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is fucking awesome man uh there's one little but, one, yeah. one more kev smith yeah, story yeah. that i'm yeah. going to relate secondhand about the gila point name and later on yeah. kev was talking about on a different podcast okay. uh that uh, he was up in canada doing some uh press for red state okay. and he was having this great interaction with this canadian reporter and this and that and towards the end of the interview the the reporter asked about the name gila point he goes okay. is it for the uh the famous canadian hockey player gila point he goes well no like i, I knew about him because you know like i follow hockey and like i yeah. play nhl a bunch and stuff so like i've you know played against him and shit on the video games and all this bullshit but uh, i named him gila point after um an inspector who was looking into a maple syrup theft in Canada <laughs> that they had covered on a different uh, Smodcast episode. Yeah. And the reporter actually ended up bringing up the fact, like, oh, uh, do you mean, uh, you know, the chief inspector, uh, this guy, LaPointe, of the, you know, the da 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 He goes, oh, yeah, that's, you know, that's exactly it. He's like, oh, well, like, he's my cousin.
1: That's <laughs> crazy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's a that's a full circle. does there, he have yeah.
2: a big long dick nose?
1: <laughs> no.
0: Did you <laughs>
2: notice that
1: his nose is a yeah. dick? Yeah. point of oh, yeah. Do you
2: yeah. think that's even part of the name too? Like Le point? like point, The uh, point, yeah.
0: That's funny. Le Point. That's the big thing that I really wanted to get to in this yeah. entire episode is that's the fact cool. that Johnny Depp is in this goddamn movie. Yeah, man, and he's basically in the rest of the movie. Yes, yeah, so because another yeah. hot on the trail. Oh, this is we were just
1: you blew on my mind, but it, that that scene he talks about the fact that all the victims he has a theory that all the victims have a hole in their mouth or holes in their mouth. And they can't figure out why because they keep finding these bone fragments that are bones of the tibia, which you just fucking blew my mind with. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, fuck me. Yeah, it's yeah. the tusks. Yeah, so he talks about like but he also has like that funny like he's like, not like they put the meat hooks up there. You know?
0: <laughs> and <laughs> because that's that's the cops theory is that it's just meat hooks. The oh, right. And we get basically that's into the meat. last scene of the movie oh. which it cuts back and forth between like them showing up at the yeah. place and figuring out where it's at but the whole last scene in the movie as far as the walrus is concerned oh God, yeah. is one more gigantic reference
3: okay
0: I mean obviously like Genesis and Haley yeah. and Johnny are tracking them down they eventually get to the house they get guns this and that the they bust it in. yeah Tusk by Fleetwood Mac yeah, kicks yeah. in yeah. exactly. oh yeah which Kev listened to on repeat while writing this
2: inspiration tell to help for the inspiration. Song I listen to on repeat too um, oh, something about
0: that song. And this scene is gone over thoroughly in the original podcast, okay. the the Walrus and the Carpenter. This scene they probably describe better than any of yeah. the other scenes is this last act. Showdown. Yeah. The showdown. The <laughs> showdown. Where Michael Parks comes out in his own goddamn <laughs> Wallace. <wars. No, laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> but is that not the best? Like like that's
1: that's the the most total mind fuck and the whole movie. <laughs> my favorite, my, uh, for
2: me, was when he was in the water and there was the skeleton. Of oh, the yeah. So it. you
1: know, like, right then that you know, like, it's, almost, been going goes, going on. it's
2: almost comical. It's yeah. so fucked. Like, he might be alright and then you see the dead thing and you're like, oh, never mind. Nope, never <laughs> mind. Oh my
1: gosh, yeah. <laughs> he
2: doesn't even pull him out of the goddamn water. Well, so, I, I
1: even during the exchange with Gila Pond, he talks about the fact that there's been like 23 victims up to that point. Oh, so yeah, that they, really they found? Yeah, that they found exactly. Like, by this point, your boyfriend might be 24.
0: <laughs> uh... <laughs> Fucking Michael Parks comes out in his own goddamn horror yeah, and they have a duel
1: to the death. Yeah. I tell you, a creepy scene too was the fact that like he just stood up and,
0: and rips out rips of rips it. Rips out of it.
1: Like, what the fuck? Their survival instincts have kicked in.
2: Yeah. So have mine! Oh, man, yeah.
0: Okay, so here's the reference. Okay. For every... If you've seen this and never caught it this entire time, it's the end of Iron Man.
3: huh
0: when Obadiah comes out in the Ironmonger suit in the first Iron Man movie with Robert Downey Jr. Oh, <sighs> that's, that's what it's supposed to be. No, is Justin Long I has his Walrus that. suit. That's and so Michael Parks comes out as basically Ironmonger with his own bigger suit. That's crazy, man. <laughs> and he doesn't win because he doesn't go full Walrus. Yeah. Justin oh, yeah. Long, that's the final... Part of the movie. Final transitions. He wins, because yeah. he goes full walrus.
1: Full walrus.
0: And once you go full walrus, you can't come back. Everybody Let's knows that.
1: that. And uh, should we explain how he goes full walrus?
0: On uh, no, Watch it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we kind of... Like I think the only yeah. Watch yeah.
1: it. Yeah, watch it.
0: There's one thing, though, with him being full walrus that I do want to touch on, because it yeah. touches back to oh, the man. original podcast episode. Because... <laughs> Uh, I just re-listened to it this morning. Okay. I know you listened to it. What, until, like yesterday. Yesterday, something like that. Yeah. This scene is fucking hilarious. Rolling on the fucking I know, yeah, ground. about this when he's describing the very last scene and what they're doing. When you watch it in this movie, it is fucking depressing and oh, fucked up as shit. Yeah. Yeah, Genesis yeah. and Haley. Do you want? Do you want to say it?
1: Yeah, yeah I would kind of like to. I like to kind of say it because I remember yeah, you, you and I talked about I about this at work, right? So. Um. After a- everything. Know, after, yeah. After after Justin Long's wins. Yeah. After he, he hey It goes full Walrus, right? I
2: mean, he stabs him.
1: The, it's like what a year later, I think it is, is what the interlude. And uh, yeah, you're right. I wrote down that it was for they were at this like exotic animal refuge sanctuary place. Manitoba exotic like, animal oh sanctuary. I was like, that's fucked up to begin with. But there's a scene where she gets out of the car and she's got something wrapped up in a newspaper. All right, and they. <laughs> They go. They go into. Uh, they go into the the, the spot. Looks like a zoo, but it's a sanctuary, and you can see this enclosure that has like a little fucked up little. I don't know, like a little pool.
3: Yeah, it, it looks look like,
1: like a a, a doghouse for a walrus. <laughs> you know, like a walrus house. It looks
2: like somewhere to keep a shitty turtle. In, like she, a really small little, like shitty zoo. She you know? starts
1: to talk about um something about crying. Right, this is what separates the humans from the animals. is the fact that they can cry, and they can emote, uh, and she's she's talking about. I don't know you're. So you're somewhere in there still? She, you know, I still love you. And then he, you know, anyhow, the point was she throws the fucking that fish out. Yeah, yeah. God, damn she unwraps it. the newspaper yeah, and, and it's tosses it. It's that mackerel or whatever. Yeah, and he goes to town on it. Well,
2: yeah, he crawls and up to that dog igloo he's
1: living yeah. in. The and then that's when she gives that little monologue how she still loves him. And you know, he's still him.
0: drinking the chuggy lugs though. Yeah,
2: there's fucking soda. Thi- soda.
1: Yeah, there's still a piece of humanity left in him, right? Because he starts to cry.
0: No, Jesse, I think so. He came in as I was finishing watching task before we started recording, and he basically was here for this whole last scene when we were just watching. I mean, obviously, we've watched it together before, but I think he made the best observation of this entire movie as out of all of this shit, the most. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> the most
0: unbelievable thing in this oh, entire movie is that after all of this, he would be put in an exotic animal sanctuary. Wow. <laughs> the most implausible thing in this whole fucking that's movie. What, that's,
1: that's when I was like what, like said writing my notes down, and I <laughs> wanted to get the name of the place. And I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" And they would have
2: cut him out of that suit, and they, they would have tried, tried to rehab him in some way,
1: like he'd imagine. be in an asylum yeah, or some yeah. sort. I was thinking, that. I was like, "They why would they leave him still in that suit?" Also, how do you eat the fish? Yeah, right, right. I mean, it's weird Mm -hmm. because you do see, like, he's got his teeth still during, like, the. uh, Yeah,
0: but how do you get tussled? Yeah, exactly. When you're. Yeah. I just said he's gotten that good at being a walrus. Yeah.
1: Full walrus, right? He He went went full full walrus, walrus. so. But that that whole that whole scene, I was like, "Are you fucking?"
0: It's kidding? really kind of depressing when you're watching it actually play yeah. out. If you just listen to it, it's fucking hysterical. It's like, man, are you serious?
2: <laughs> and then uh, during the end credits, and they just walk away, right? Yeah, they just walk away, in the end credits roll, and then you get a clip of the audio.
0: Well, you do yeah, get you a clip do, of the audio, audio talking about that scene, but it's after the song. Uh, the song "Water Is Wide," Oh wally wally, yeah, uh, old traditional and stuff. Oh yeah, old, yeah. Uh, recorded by Gerard Way. Of My Chemical Romance. Oh, okay. And I believe, I'm not 100%, I'm about 95%, that it's the very first thing that he recorded after My Chemical Romance had broke up.
2: Because mm-hmm. he appeared on Smodcast. Yeah,
0: uh, Kev had gotten him, him and his brother on a ah. Smodcast episode because his daughter, Harley, was a My Chemical okay. Romance fan. So. That
1: makes sense. That's cool. I didn't know that. Huh. Fucked up movie, guys. Well, there is a... Uh, <laughs> that's not the end of the movie, though. There's a little scene with uh, Guy. Oh, at the yeah. very, very end, and he talks about the fact that he shouldn't have ate that second slider.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, I don't
1: remember that. Yeah, it's like, if you keep letting the credits roll yeah. past, where, you know, you get into the SMOT cast. right there at the end, you see, like, uh, Gila Point, I guess he's in that little wooded section, and he's kind of killed over, and he's like, shouldn't have ate that seconds later. Oh, yeah. oh I think I do remember that, because it kind of explains right. why he wasn't behind him at the... Cause he, Ran off to the house. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a cop. He should be in decent shape. he should be able to follow. Him. Oh, those are sliders, man! <laughs> that's so that's how it ends. Like, but then they give like a whole shout out, like to uh, all the people who helped with the hashtag. Yeah, everybody that hashtagged oh, right. Walrus Yes on yeah. Twitter. I was like, that's pretty cool. So they give a huge credits. shout out to everybody who helped yeah, along the way.
0: And it's, I mean, it's really amazing that that ever even came about. Yeah, honestly, it's and like
2: one guy. One guy actually tweeted Walrus No. And he explained himself, he goes, it's not that I think it's a bad idea, you shouldn't do it, I just believe in the democratic process and someone should take the opposing point
1: of view. <laughs> Someone's got to be the devil's advocate, yeah. you know? But, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting, like, so we talked about the fact that, you know, we covered two films, not only the Kevin Smith films, but uh, Michael Park stills, I mean, arguably he stills these movies. Uh, they're his fucking movies,
2: dude. Yeah. They're, they're
0: absolutely his movies. Um, I mean, we keep bringing up, like, Johnny Depp's in this, like, what this person does a great... Is it
1: Red State that didn't have a soundtrack? They just like whatever songs were in the movie, they recorded them and then put them out as a soundtrack. Well, I, I know they're they're there's some called the
0: Red State Sessions. That's okay. a soundtrack. Okay. But a lot of it's like Michael Park singing.
1: But you know, I thought it was a cool way for us to get back into, like said, talking about Kevin Smith and why we were.
0: That, I mean that, that's I mean that's the thing that's why we're here really. Oh, yeah, way, yeah. Right. I mean
1: it's it's a cool full circle that we have oh, yeah. all three of us here. Yeah, it's kind of cool, isn't it?
0: Yeah. So, um, and a neat way to do the twenty fifth episode. Yeah, like it's not it's a, a very
1: special episode.
0: Double twenty five right? always seems like a special thing, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. not like a it's not like like fifty would be big and stuff. Like hundred, obviously yeah. fifty two. If you're doing a weekly podcast, because that would mean a year.
3: Yeah. Oh,
2: good point.
0: But. Twenty five always seems. You
2: guys do a weekly podcast,
0: are not you? Yeah, so fifty two will be our year. Yeah. Technically, yeah. that's actually really that that ties back into Smotcast too, because that was the very first Smodcast wow. I listened to was episode fifty two, The wow. Show. Weird,
1: so, oh, yeah. that's such Weird. a good
0: <laughs> cool connection eh? But yeah, I was
1: like, I was got to watch these films, you know, get to, to, to learn these little cool connections again and these facts, and seemingly is like how we're starting to connect more actors to more films and. It's like, wow, this is... This it's crazy, right? All cool. yeah. the threads that,
2: that, that tie everybody together? Yeah, it's crazy.
0: And all the fun ways that you can fuck with this shit, too. Yeah, Because, right? exactly. like I said, Red State isn't completely a horror movie, no, but Red there's State. nothing else that you can call it. Right. exactly. Like, So I think like Tusk is one of the most unique horror yes. movies I have ever seen.
2: Yeah, I'll definitely give you that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you know, it, it's cool because we talked about, uh, you know, seeing this film, but it, you know, I got the chance to watch the film last night with my brother-in-law. And uh, he had been wanting to watch it for a while. I was like, all right, let's find this. What did he think? He, you know, it was, I I thought his analysis was really, really fair and accurate. He's like, "Uh, yeah, it was was a horror film, but he's like, more than anything, what I liked about it was that there was a lot of comedy, a lot of humor in it,
0: you know? One of my first, like, when I was telling people about it after originally seeing it was, it's a horror movie, but the comedy almost ruins the horror. Yeah. It's so funny so many times. Like a dude that Michael Parks Johnny Depp conversation. is yeah. stellar. You
2: know? <laughs> Anytime Johnny Depp is talking, I'm just laughing my ass off the whole time. Everything <laughs> oh he God. says is so fucking funny.
0: Come uh, with me, sir. If you fall yeah. as much in love with the character of Gila Point as we did, he does uh, show back up in Yoga Hosers. Yeah, yeah. Although I don't know if I could, even as a fanboy, I don't know if I can fully recommend Yoga Hosers. But
1: no, if you're if you like train wrecks, go watch Yoga Hosers. Well, I said if you want to complete the uh, filmography of Kevin Smith,
0: right? I mean, we will have Moose Jaws coming up. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so, you whenever whenever he's, got, he's got
2: a lot of shit on his plate. Though. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he
1: that. does. I did see some of his pre and post production. You got on him.
2: Oh, well, and he's directing TV shows and shit. So, fuck yeah. It.
1: Well, you know, it's it's cool because he talks about the fact that Harley kind of helped reinvigorate his career as well. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, big time. You know. So these projects that we we got to cover helped along in his progress with that. So. It's cool, man. I'm glad he's still doing films. It's
0: yeah, cool. man. I'm, I'm really glad we got to do this episode and just sort oh, yeah, of shine a light sure. on all these these things that all of us yeah. love. And
1: it's cool because, it, it, for me, too, it kind of gives me a, a way to go back and listen to his podcast. With some oh, yeah. And, oh, you know
2: sure. Kind of like a lead-in.
1: Yeah, but it, but it kind of gives us, um, uh, you know, for me, it kind of feels like it gives us more credence for some of the things that we do and the information we share and why we like to share these oh, stories. Oh, yeah,
2: you know? Definitely. Well, I think he tried to do something really interesting. He took a step out of his box. Yeah. And he oh tried, to, tried to do something. He, he did something unique. And I think they they both deserve a watch for sure. Oh,
0: Just, and the Tusk poster was one of my favorite movie oh, posters it's ever. So oh, right. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, the way it curls, that house. Yeah, the house yeah. sitting in front of the moon with like. Yeah. I like, I like That's that a one lot. one of my favorite movie posters. Do you either one of
1: you know who did the arc for that? Or, oh, I don't. Maybe yeah. you kind of need to
0: see who did it, because kudos to I remember for, when it was first released, because I fucking went batshit for it. But. It's right, fucking yeah, yeah. gnarly, dude. I like that one a lot. Uh, I think that, I mean, uh, we, we've said a lot about both of these movies. Yeah, yeah, really, really, the thing to be said is go watch them. Yeah, yeah I, I, definitely.
1: Would, I was about to say, go watch these films. They're both worth watching. It's also a good way maybe to even introduce yourself to Michael Parks if you're not familiar with him, because then you go back and look at his catalog. And like oh,
0: got yeah. like yes. I mean, we didn't really go into that too much for as much as we, we praised yeah. him. Yeah, he's but he's you got like long. Dusk Till Dawn, Kill Bill, Bill, like all sorts I mean, of stuff. He was on some really.
2: famous TV show in the 70s that escapes me at the moment. It's oh, right? about yeah. Something Bronson. There, yeah, something like that, yeah.
0: Yeah, and
1: then the Colbys, and he, I mean, he did a lot of TV. Yeah, he did a lot of we TV. We talked about the
2: fact that he's a musician. Musician. That's how Tarantino found him, was watching him on TV, and he was like, I gotta hire this Wasn't
1: person. Tarantino offered the the, the position of, of Le And <laughs> Yes, he was. <laughs> That's <laughs> he a he good did, point. He didn't take it? That would have been great. Yeah,
0: he didn't. Uh, I, mean, I care not the story behind him. that. I think he was working on probably uh, Django at the time. I think so. I
1: think that is. Yeah, well,
3: I think you're
0: right. right. Which Michael Parks is in Django. Yes he is. He's yes, uh he is. he's the member of the LaQuint Dickey Mining Corporation towards the end. He gets
1: oh, some interesting right. credits, yeah. uh like with the co-bills and uh he even reprises his role as... As Earl McGraw yeah.
0: in... Um, from Dust Till Dawn, isn't it? In, right, yeah, well, it's from Dust Till Dawn is when he first and shows also, up, but he reprises like, it, it as...
2: Is it Kill Bill, right? Isn't he a cop or something?
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: He also plays like a pimp and some shit, too. Yeah, right? he's a pimp and Kill he Bill, plays too. dual roles.
0: Yeah. Oh. yeah, he's in both one and two yeah. as different roles. Which is really funny because that's a very Kevin he Smith had, thing had, to do. But. <laughs> he And
1: uh, there was another actress who were the only two who did that in the, that series. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty interesting. But you you talk about Robert Rodriguez. God, I mean, yeah.
3: yeah.
1: With Kev, he was, I mean, with Takashi, just fucking. Wonderful. Well, and
3: Kev's
0: start was with Miramax and yeah. the Weinstein's and stuff and the yeah. Weinstein boys, the Miramax boys. That was always Tarantino, Rodriguez, and Smith. Yeah, that was cool. that was the early. Miramax lineup basically yeah. so uh and like the huge like onslaught of the of that sort of indie scene at the time yeah. that
1: well you know it it's cool because i i had forgotten uh the fact that Michael Parks was a musician because I, I think i told you briefly a friend of mine who introduced me to to the Red State film uh, he really got into Michael Parks after that, after he found out, you know... Well, how can you not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, no doubt. But, I mean, it kind of brought those memories back. It was like, oh, yeah, I remember when all this stuff was going down and we talked about this film, et cetera. Right. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it was a good way to revisit it. Oh, yeah.
0: That's all what right. it was. Um, Just an in interest of... Uh this not cutting out forcibly on us. I'm going to uh, say maybe we should wrap this up for this time yeah, around. Sure, we
2: don't want to show. We don't want to lose the whole damn thing. Well, no. I'm, I'm
0: glad we got to uh, reintroduce.
2: Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it worked. It yeah, me too.
0: It, it, it nice to be here. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: we'll see how it worked in uh, the complete post process, but no, we'll yeah, I enjoyed.
1: I enjoyed our session together. It was a yeah, really fun. No, race, I think this
0: this was a fun one. Yeah. Thank you guys oh, for doing this on. one. Yeah. yeah, episode 25. Can so, um,
1: we, we talk about ways of listening to us?
0: Yeah, if you want yeah. to keep listening to us, uh that is going. To be most easily done yeah. uh, through things like Stitcher. Uh, that's what I have people most ask me is like, yeah. are you guys on Stitcher? I'm like, yeah, we're on yeah, Stitcher. We're on Stitcher, Check Stitcher out iTunes, Google Play, yeah, tuned yeah. in, SoundCloud. Uh, you can go stream us through SoundCloud, but I mean, it's still just online streaming. Yeah. On our website, friedsquirms.com. Um, follow us on Facebook, Fried Squirms, or at Twi- Twitter, at Fried Squirms. Yeah. And if you want to email, email us, up. it's squirmcast at gmail.com. Yeah, so there's,
1: there's different ways you can get a hold of us. We, are, you know, we look forward to feedback, suggestions, um, your ideas.
0: Oh, there's one last before we're completely gone. One last Kevin Smith thing that yeah, came up. Uh, it's unfortunate that the timing is because of Michael Parks, but just to make this a very Kevin Smith rific week for me, I actually get to go see the man yeah, on Friday. Oh, that's right. That yeah. Really
1: awesome. So I will
0: come back with a report uh, about that too, since we covered him so extensively yeah, in this. So it's, so it's a
2: nice series of events. Try to steal one of his jerseys.
0: I'll do. Try to do Rips something. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to do something. I might come back with just some like his man seed or something. But
2: yeah, you can
0: <laughs> You do what you need to.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> with that being said, I'm still Danny. I'm Tyler. Um, I'm Jesse. Yeah.
0: And this is Fried Squirms. Adios.
2: Later. Ooh.